Good morning, Internet. How we doing? Can you hear me? Are we online? Are we on the Internet? Alrighty, it's Saturday morning. First thing first, coffee. Still hot. Good. I didn't wait too long. Alrighty, uh, so a couple of quick things right off the bat. Uh, of course, thank you to Sirenscape for the background music and soundscapes we'll be listening to. And thank you all for getting up so early on a Saturday morning. I'm sure some of you have other thing, have uh, been debating whether or not this is worth it, but it's D&D, &D, so it's always worth it. Uh, pretty much all I have. <laughs> so we're just going to crack on into it and uh, get started with the cast. We have a new cast member joining us today, so she should be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, we're going to do the thing now. Good morning, everybody. How we doing? Excited. Have it, en enjoying some coffee. Yeah. <laughs> oh, after coffee that, makes the world go around. That was about the last of it, too, for now. Oh, no. <laughs> Bio break. <laughs> Can we take a break? <laughs> oh, no. You did not fix yourself well. I, I did not. But then again, with coffee, I never do. So. <laughs> Oh. Hi, Prof. Mr. Chelly. <laughs> <laughs> loads of fun, loads of fun, loads of fun. All right. Uh, so, uh, when we la when we left off, you got uh, you guys had come back from the Shadowfell with uh, with uh, Sir Xander Gruel. Spent a couple of days in the Twilight Mansion, seeing things are starting to uh, come back to a sense of no normalcy pre Lordak. And then uh, the two of you, Obsidian and Inari, went back to the uh, guildmaster that had hired you initially and spoke with him. And in speaking with him and getting your uh, compensation for a job well done thus far, uh, you were re reunited, reacquainted with, uh, your, with uh, a, go a little goblin named Schnagras, uh, who uh, has seems to have gone through a bit of a change since last you saw him. And then uh, the three of you did some shopping. Uh, I made a made a Mr. Uh, Jorgensen of uh, magic, Jorgensen's Magical Wares uh, quite happy with uh, some purchases. And then have returned back to, gotten a letter of introduction and a letter of uh, a statement uh, from the guildmaster on the on the on the western town on the western city to bring to the eastern city to kind of uh, let everything know to try and get some trade going back through. As you were traveling back through, you stopped back at Twilight Mansion, uh, introduced Snagras to Sir Xandergul, and uh, was shown the laboratory, as it were. Uh, that Sir Xandergul's uh, mage previously occupied uh, before his untimely demise. Nagraz, of course, being uh, all into reading books and uh, learn and trying to decipher things, was more than happy to hang out in the mansion for a couple of days and kind of read through and assess what uh, was left over to advise on uh, what Sir Xandergul should look for in another uh, uh, magic user. To employ in the mansion 
In the meantime, Snagraz is able to fulfill that function temporarily. Obsidian and Anari then travel to the eastern city. Uh, as they arrived in the eastern city, they could see that uh, uh, many miles further east, there was another uh, kind of port town. Uh, you could barely make out some ship masts in the distance, and there was a river that led from the port town to this eastern city. You guys had come into the eastern city. It was late when you arrived, so you took up lodgings, and, the and now with the following morning, coming down, having your... Uh, morning breakfast uh, meal and then coming out onto the coming out onto the street don't forget the coffee of course coffee breakfast beers the whole the whole shebang breakfast but, beers of course <laughs> can, can we do breakfast rum instead oh no <laughs> pick your poison i mean it, 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 it's all good yeah, but you could have mimosas and and, 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 and quiche in the morning. It's like, it, it, it's all good. <laughs> nice selections. <laughs> I don't know. I have it in my head. Every time I think about a morning meal, maybe it's all those episodes of that other show on Thursday nights where it seems every morning meal is mimosas, breakfast beers, and all of that. <laughs> so I'm just like, you know what? I, I If I could do that every morning, I would love to. So that's just what I'm going with. <laughs> so, the following morning, uh, Anari and Obsidian have their morning meal and whatnot and are uh, making their way to the guild hall. That's where we'll kind of kind of start off. Okay. Is anything else open? Uh, no, you're you're uh, you're it's it's for some reason it's actually kind of early. With the weather on this side, it's a little more, it's a little bit more temperate, but not much. But people still are not like at eight in the morning setting up. So probably about closer to ten or noon. That's when they set up because that's when you finally have enough day to kind of be out there. Still have uh, several vendors that do set up outside shops, let alone the ones that are that are fully brick and mortar. The ones that are brick and mortar are open as well, but it's still it's kind of. People are kind of moseying about. Not a there's not a lot of heavy foot traffic right now. Okay. Is the um, is the guild hall? Um, will the guild hall be open or or will it? Uh, there'll be, be somebody a... there, but there'll be somebody in there because okay. that's a brick and mortar place. That's you know. Sure. So I'll uh, and uh, Obsidian, uh, you think perhaps we should go and deliver our letter this morning and get it out of the way? Absolutely. Yeah. So head uh, over so... to the guild hall. Yeah, and so we'll know where it was. The previous guy gave us a map, directions, what to look for, something. Yeah. Okay. Um, that city is a. You're able to to kind of get direct, get a get a point in there. Um, uh, roll a. Uh, so you go in there, you step inside, and it's 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 a similar layout. It's, there are a few differences than the last one, but uh, there's a clerk at a desk, a half elf. Uh, kind of doesn't look morning sir good morning um i am an arian and this is obsidian and we have come from uh the western city and uh we wish to speak with your guild master whom uh whom should we ask for as the guildmaster in this town? 
Oh, the guild office. Uh, travel. Uh, that is something that we're going to need to discuss with your guildmaster first. But we have been sent by guildmaster Stephen Ramergon from the Western City. Uh, to meet with your guildmaster and relay some information and a letter, and I'll show the the parchment. Uh, oh, so he, he takes the parchment, looks it over. All right, uh, one moment, and uh, he gets up and uh, walks up a flight of stairs that's on the uh, left side, leading up into the second floor of the building. Uh, after a little while, he and another individual come out, a dragonborn. Um, comes down and uh, he the dragonborn kind of uh, greets you and welcomes you. It's this is so you've uh, Stephen sent you. It's what news do you have from the western side? Well, and I'll present it. I'm uh, I'll ask for introductions. I'll I'll reintroduce myself and Obsidian. I'm an Aryan. This is Obsidian. We're, uh, Day and Barham and I, our group took care of a certain matter in the uh, Twilight Gap, and uh, we are still in the process of completely clearing the Twilight Gap, but it is at this point open, and uh, the uh, Guildmaster has sent us over with greetings and a letter of introduction, and then I'll present to him, and then I'll ask, and you are, sir? Um, he says, my name is, uh, my name is, uh, is uh <laughs> it's early <laughs> it's way it's too early, early. <laughs> uh, i don't um, know my name just call me dragonborn <laughs> still early it's like uh yes name sorry long night last night um you can uh you can call me tom very well sir and uh, he, he looks over the documents, just looks like it's all right. Well, uh, in that case, I guess we'll have to try and get a shipment in order. Uh, would you mind traveling with that shipment through the gap? That would not be a problem at all, sir. We would be happy. We're going to be on our way back to the Twilight Mansion after we conclude business in the city. Okay. Then I would ask you to hold up. It'll take us a, take us about a day to get a, get a caravan together. Uh, we just received some uh, supplies from... The port city uh, down the way, uh, down the way. So, been kind of just letting it sit in a warehouse, and so we could get something together if you don't mind holding out. No, we have some business to attend to here in town. Um, <laughs> I would ask: uh, Is there any um, smith or armorer that you might recommend that we might visit in the city, or perhaps a uh, establishment that your guild does business with for magical items and supplies? Oh, we have, we we do we have, we do business with several of the shopkeeps. We do just supply them with uh, their wares from the port and beyond. Is there and, something in particular style of magic item you're looking for, or magical item you're looking for, or a particular uh, profession with an armor or a weaponsmith? Um, I have a I have a sword that I would like to have appraised, and uh, perhaps might be willing to part with it under certain terms and then uh, i am also in search of uh, a bag of holding uh, due to some events um, our 
party has had to split up a little bit and uh, Day and Barham have had to go take care of some other business, but uh, Obsidian and I will be continuing our uh, desire to keep the gap clean and clear for travel and merchants. And so um, with that said, uh, I'll need a bag of holding to help with uh, our party's equipment and supplies. Um, uh, we do have a couple of shops and um, he uh, makes a hand motion to the clerk who scribbles down a, a couple of names and uh, hands you a piece of parchment with a couple of locations based on that description. And says, all right, um, then I ask that uh, enjoy your enjoy your, uh, your your commerce and uh, where are, and we'll send word that when the merchants, when the caravan is ready to go. Um, so. We can expect I'll tomorrow morning? Yes. Expect in the expect in the morning. Give it. It'll give it about a day or so to get everything put together. So probably, probably about the next day, you should have a caravan ready to start to travel through. And we can we can certainly come back to the guild hall and check in tomorrow morning as uh, in in preparation for our departure. Sounds good. All right. We thank you, sir. And uh, you know we'll leave our letter of introduction and the letter with uh, our letter from Stephen with you, and. Um, move uh move along then sounds good enjoy your day you as well thank you and he heads back up into his office the clerk uh takes the documents and, and make sure you have all your all the right parchments that you need for back that for as far as uh good standing and whatnot and the day is yours would uh just out of curiosity would he have signed off on our uh, letter of mark from the western town so that it would be valid in the eastern town as well or is it just because the guilds cooperate it would automatically be received um didn't necessarily ask that question but if you want to bring it up with the clerk uh you could roll a persuasion real quick sure and so that while he's doing a this Dirty twenty. Um, he takes a look at it, and uh, looks over the letter and the and the and the uh, praise that you, as far as the as the praise for the swiftness and getting it done. And uh, it says that yes, uh, he may, he put, uh, puts the signature on that same letter of mark to and gives it back to you. So it is valid in the town for the for the moment. Thank you, sir. Very gracious of you. And. Uh... I bid you good day. Yeah. Uh, as we're walking out, I want to send Sending Stone a uh, message to Shrag. Um, let's see, yeah. 25 words. Um, at the town, um, message to Guildmaster delivered. Caravan coming tomorrow. Um, see you then. Something along those lines. Under 25 words, though. Okay. So, um, Nagras, if you have your stone on you, uh, go ahead and give me first. What's your passive perception? The passive perception is 14. All right. Um, you're, what are you doing in the, in the, uh, the, the following morning? It's a, Roughly the same time they're having this conversation with the guildmaster. You're in the Twilight Mansion. You up late last up up late the night before, just pouring through the books in the lab. Uh, they were showed you the mage's quarters that he had, which was uh, near Sir Xandergul's. So you've been so you kind of 
fell into the middle of the night searching through that, fell asleep. Like, some hour you're not familiar with, so as you wake up, what is it you're doing? Uh, okay, so Shragnaz wakes up, he's going to uh, just pick up the book and tuck it under one arm, and he's going to head straight back down to the laboratory, and he's going to just sort of sit there, and he's going to start pulling stuff off the shelves and just working through it. It's going to be neat and orderly, but he basically wants to get a feel for what's there. Um, so he's going to sit at the desk, he'll have some little glasses on his nose, just a bit like, um, if you imagine Gremlins 2, the, the intelligent Gremlin that ends up there. So he's going to be sat there at the desk, sheets of paper around him, uh, and just start working through it. And if he finds stuff that's interesting, he'll make a note in the book, but otherwise he's just trying to get... How, how intent would he be on this? Oh, he is laser focused for all he seems chaotic at times this is this is something that now interests him all right he's... go ahead and give me a perception check okay that feels yeah he is totally laser focused that's a six all right so the stone <laughs> the, the, you, you the stone kind of goes off but you you're just so focused on uh, uh, going through these documents you don't even it doesn't even register to check the message. Do these don't have like a missed call recording on them? I mean, <laughs> sorry, this is the way we built the character. I got to make sure we're you know we're staying true to it. I mean, it's like you hear the voice. It's like the stones going off, and it's like you can like Obsidian May sends his message, and it's like you might hear it in your but you. Just, <laughs> there's books there's documents there's cool stuff to look at yeah that's a pretty much doom. <laughs> muted chef that's why i couldn't hear him i didn't know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow so after a couple minutes of no reply i, I turn to narian and go this guy's gonna be trouble he didn't respond so. yeah, at least we made the effort to let him know yep Shall we off then to uh, see what we can find? Let's get into trouble. We haven't had trouble in a couple days. True that. So we'll go um, to the first. Uh, let's start with the armor. We'll go to the armor that they recommended or the smith that they recommended. Yeah. So traveling through the uh, city, uh, things are starting to pick up a little bit. Uh, you get to a, kind of an area where you can hear the, uh, the sound of hammers on anvils and um, come up to a smith shop. Um, as you come up and look, you see uh, you see a, a kind of a, a kind of a, a sturdy man, portly, a big kind of bushy beard. Um, he's uh, sitting there, apron, and he's sitting there working on. Something that looks like it might be a sword or some kind of some kind of pole arm tip, and then he uh, sticks it into the, to the water for the uh, to kind of cool it. And then a, uh, he looks up and sees as you guys uh, come up, and uh, kind of this kind of this warm kind of kind of jovial kind of chuckle. He goes, "Aha! Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. What all right? What can we do for you today?" Oh, good morning, sir. Um, I was wondering if in your shop, perhaps you might uh, evaluate uh, arms and armor. Oh, uh, take a look. What you got? So I'll reach into my uh, uh, 
efficient quiver and I'll pull out the uh, the plus three uh, longsword and okay. I will uh, hand it over to him and I will say I was wondering if you might uh, give me a appraisal on this particular arm all right he he he, he accepts it this is good weight good weight looks at looks through it got some ship and then he sees the sees some of the etchings in there. This is like pretty old too. Um, kind of holds it and looks at it. Well, got some. It, it's definitely it's definitely got some features to it. Uh, hmm. I'd say by uh, two thousand. I'll uh, I'll look over to Obsidian and uh, kind of raise my eyebrows like well. Same same price as West. Shall we? And I'll I'll kind of ask Obsidian. Shall we? Would I know that that is too cheap, or not enough gold for a plus three alt very rare weapon? Go ahead and roll a uh, history check. Oh God, eight <laughs> plus four twelve. Seems, uh, seems good. I hate our DM. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we just hit the stop button now. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I, okay, I'll, I mean, I'll look at Anarian and go, for a plus three weapon, I would have thought that would have been a hell of a lot more. I mean, our little boots were a quarter of that, but sure, go ahead. Um... Can I do an insight check to see if I think that he's given us a legit price? Sure. All my dice are rolling crappy. 15. Um, he's, he, he, he appreciates the, he, he seems pretty genuine in what he says as far as his assessment of the blade. Um, so it's kind of he seems pretty he seems he appears to be truthful on what he says about the blade uh without it's an old blade mm -hmm. and the enchantment is old but you don't say you don't get the sense that he is trying to deceive or or mislead you okay um all things considered that the prices are the same in both towns and um with our roles, I'm I'm feeling that the deal is a decent deal, even with our reservations. So I'll go ahead and ask him. Uh, you know, I mean, you could try and persuade to get a bigger price, uh, get get a, make a good case. I mean, all right, if I'll, you want to uh, try, I'll give it a shot. Sure. Okay. Um, and I'll just uh, I'll look at him and say, you know, I, I appreciate the the honesty in your valuation of the weapon, but uh, you know, as my compatriot here has explained, this. Uh, this is a pretty uh, strong weapon. I was wondering if perhaps we might uh, negotiate for a, a bit of a higher price, and then I'll also show him the letter of the mark to help influence and and show that we're acting in the best interests of the, both of the guilds okay. uh, to increase the um, travel and market or not marketing, but the uh, merchants' passage, and mm -hmm. see if that'll help uh, with that persuasion. Okay. What, what's what's your counter offer? What did we say those were worth, Obsidian? Do you remember? 
for an ultra rare, I thought it was five thousand and one up to like fifty grand. But again, it depends on the item so and low ball in it. Let's let's say um, we'll start Three? at four. Let's start at four and see if he'll negotiate a little bit. Okay, go and roll your so, persuasion. We'll do. That will be an eighteen. All right. He looks at it and looks at you. And it's well. Uh, thirty-five hundred, thirty-five, thirty-five hundred for it. How about that? I thought he was gonna say thirty-five thousand. I was gonna be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's thirty-five hundred. So Obsidian, that's splitting our difference pretty much. Are you? Yeah, I'm good with that. with that. Okay, I'm good with so that. So I'll say, there you are, sir. All right. Um, now we'll, he goes. We'll make the deal. He go. He steps in. Uh, steps aside. Pulls. Comes back with a with a with a pouch and uh, 3,500 3, uh, uh, gold pieces in it. Okay, I'll uh, hand it to Obsidian and uh, say, since you're the Eshkar of accounts, I will let you uh, divvy out the proceedings for the four of our group okay and then uh, I will thank um, the Smith and say uh, I'm sorry I didn't uh, didn't catch your name and we would like to continue to do business with you uh, it seems like you're a very uh, honest and upright merchant and we like to make those type of uh, connections that's good sounds good um, while you guys are doing this, uh, Wilhelmina. You didn't think I was going to leave yeah. you out forever, did you? Uh, <laughs> Wilhelmina, um, you had arrived into into this city. Um, how did you come into the city? Did you come from the road to the south or from the port town to the... Uh, yes. <laughs> your, cho your, your, your choice, so giving it giving it to you. I came up from the south for okay. sure because I'm from Eberron. Okay. So coming into the town uh, a couple days ago and kind of been uh, with a merchant travel, you could, you were accompanying a caravan that was destined for the western city, but had to travel through the Gap. But when you arrived there, you weren't you were you weren't aware that the Gap had essentially been closed due to some high-level uh, threats from beasts from some other plane of existence that no one had, not many people had actually seen. Um, so you've been kind of in a standstill and kind of kind of hanging out and waiting. Uh, word has just come that to try and get your caravan together, your merchant uh, caravan together, uh, to travel through the gap on uh, the, the following morning. Um, as such, so you kind of have the day to kind of be out and about around the around the city. Uh, what is it you had wished to do? Um, well, I would like to start my day by opening my bag of tricks and pull out a little furry object yeah. and toss it. Okay. And let me see which friend I'm summoning today. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still learning my way around. That's fine. That's fine. D &D so beyond. You have a bag <laughs> of tricks. Mm -hmm. And so, about twenty feet away from me, a uh, little white goat gets summoned. And okay. 
bleats at me and I give him scritches between the ears. Okay. And I say, okay, friend, let's go see what we can find. All right. And I just kind of want to explore and see what the people are doing and see what's cool in the town. Okay. Uh, anywhere in particular you want to go or just kind of wandering aimlessly? I feel like I should check in with the guild, uh, the merchant guild, to just let them know we're ready to go when things are ready to go. Uh, you come in there, and the uh, ha- the uh, the the clerk is uh, ruffling through some papers, and and he uh, looks up at you and says, "Ah, oh, Wilhelmina, uh, did you get word that they're going to be actually going through the gap tomorrow? Are you going to yes. be ready?" Yeah, absolutely. We are ready to go. Been spending a lot of time just waiting. I don't like just waiting. I understand. I understand. Waiting is not good for profits. So. There's a couple of there's a pair that came in from the gap just this morning came by just this morning to oh. let us know that the gap is gap is open. So I'm glad you got I'm glad you were able to get word uh, efficient efficiently enough and to make ready. Is there anything that you need for as far as your preparations to go through the gap? Well, I do know that there have recently been some beasties seen in the area. It could possibly help us to have a little bit of extra escort some extra muscle. For the merchants do you think those two are still around and available yes we've already asked that they tr- they accompany you uh accompany ah. your car you accompany your caravan through most so. excellent figured it's just safe we're just going to send the one wagon uh one wagon of the caravan too and if everything is good on the return trip then we'll start sending uh larger processions but i want to take it easy and, uh one maybe two wagons at most so should cool. I believe that was your 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 caravan particular that came wagons, am I right? Yeah. Just two. Okay. So yeah, it's just uh ask that you be here in front of the guild hall in the morning so that we can uh and right before you head out. Or Yeah, that's uh that's pretty much what we got. I could really go for some warm biscuits. Do you know where to find any in town? Possibly uh, with gravy. There's a couple. I mean, there's a. I mean, there's the tavern that most are, most. There's the large tavern, but are you looking for? I mean, a smaller thing. There might be, might be something at the at the Crooked Tooth. That might be something you can check out. I haven't been there yet. All right. Kind of gives you directions and says, yeah, they, they, directions to where the Crooked Tooth is. I bow. Thank you. Appreciate it. Enjoy your day. Go to find some biscuits. <laughs> I really want some biscuits and gravy. You're making me hungry now. <laughs> <laughs> That's just not right. It's too early. What, for biscuits well, we got and coffee, gravy? but no food. I... <laughs> I'll be dialing up to early. Pardon me. Yeah, be careful where you order. Okay, so you and your goat head to the Crooked Tooth, and uh, <laughs> step inside, and uh, it's a it's a it's an interesting little uh, bustling place. Uh, you see, uh, there's a ta- there's a guy behind the bar. Uh, it's a kind of a kind of a uh, blue dragonborn, with really really crooked teeth. <laughs> so, and he sits he sits there, welcomes you in, and uh, asks. And, Ask, uh, what what will it be today, lass? Biggest plate of biscuits and gravy you got. Ah, uh, coming right up. And oh. coffee, please, coffee. 
He comes up. He, he, you have a seat, and then after a little while later, uh, a, a little halfling uh, waitress comes over with this kind of like big plate on top of her head. She comes over and sets it down. And it's like there's the, the nice platter of it and the, with the biscuits and the gravy and the, the butter and the jam. Not all together, so you can mix and match how you want to do it. And then a nice big pot of coffee to kind of work your way through. You brought me the whole pot. You are a good woman. Thank you. Good thing, love. Then she kind of wanders back and works, a, takes the, delivers another order and another order. So you get to sit there. Cool. I just sit and watch everybody check out who's coming in and who's leaving. All right. Uh, seat by the window. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So seat by the window, you see people kind of coming to and fro. Um, circling back to Obsidian and Anari. Uh, you got your best with the merchant for the sh for the sword. What else is it you used to do? I'm gonna head to the magic shop. Um, you know, as I explained to the guild master, need to have a bag of holding since Day's got the the other one. Yeah. So, and all this talk of food, we need to get more food. Well, as you uh, as as you move to the next location, uh, you see that there's a there's a merchant shop, and then uh, across the way from the merchant shop, you see an establishment and the little little tavern sign says the Cricket Tooth. Perfect. And well, Obsidian, perhaps after we conclude our business, we can go break our fast. Yeah, worked up an appetite. Have breakfast and then. Hey, we haggle. That always that always brings an appetite when you haggle. Okay, haggling makes an appetite. I understand. I understand. All you people talking about food makes an appetite. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so, step into the magic shop, and uh, you see a you see, and you see a, a, a fur bog uh, kind of tending the shop, and this is. Hey, good day. What can I do for you? Good day, sir. Um, we're in the uh, market for a bag of holding. Oh, really? What kind of what kind of bag will you? Uh, well, what would you happen to have in stock, sir? Uh, we have a we have a few different uh, sizes. Uh, got a, but if there's a particular size that we don't have, it would we could certainly make one for you. It might take a day or so. Uh, considering the fact that we're going to be adventuring and uh, leaving town in the morrow, I think it would be most important just to simply see what you have available and uh, take advantage of whatever stock you might have. Uh, he he, uh, lead, he shows you out. He's got a couple of the quarter size uh, bags of holding, um, two of the half size, and one of the full size. Okay. Um, I'll uh, I'll look over the the merchandise. And um, I'll pull Obsidian to the side and, and say, um, I believe Day was carrying a full size, but do you think it's necessary for, uh, for us to have another full size or should we take one of the half size? Depends on the cost. Uh, we've got enough coin, just get the full size. All right, very well, very well. So uh, I'll talk to the merchant and then uh, I, I think I'll. Uh, I think I'd like to purchase the full size bag that you have, sir. Okay. He pulls it down. Says that'll be uh, five hundred gold. Okay. And then I'll show him the letter of mark from both towns. Okay. And uh, he'll honor that. If he'll, he'll honor, honor it, he'll drop it down okay. to two fifty. Very good. Then I will hand him 
250 gold pieces. Okay. And let me subtract those before I forget. And that will be it. I will thank him and okay. say thank you very much, sir. It has been a pleasure doing business with you. You should. If you ever need some more magical bags and containers, please come back here. We absolutely will. What else do you sell? Well, we specialize in containers and magical bags. You look about, you see a couple, you see a couple of the, uh, <clears throat> couple of different quiver sizes, some different bags and backpacks. Uh, there's even a haversack uh, sitting off to the side. It's a, it's a small shop. It's not very, not very big. More or less, just kind of a, uh, as far as you can tell, kind of a one room that's kind of a ten by ten. And then there's a door, there's a counter, and then a door leading into another space, which presumably would be where the creation happens of the bags. Um, okay. Not a lot in so, there because these things can can be valuable, but he can. But he special. He tends to so specialize. Yeah. Uh, Parchments, pens, yeah. bags. This looks like it's kind of one of those things. It's like if you're a do if you're into documents and document storage and that kind of thing, this would be. We should bring Shrag here. He may get I, lost. I was. Uh, I'll, I'll laugh and and nod my head. That would certainly be true. But the problem with bringing Shrag here is, we may not find him again for a day or two. Yes. <laughs> so. Um, but certainly, certainly something to keep in mind for uh, our any scroll cases or uh, inks and quills and parchments that we might need in the future. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Do we need any spell components or anything while we're here or in the city? Um, I do not currently. <clears throat> I have my uh, emblem and uh, all the supplies that I need for the spells that I would need. Okay. Um, and we shrag didn't answer your message so we can't very well ask him uh so i suppose we'll have to do for now food but i am hungry yes let's let's go across the way and see what we can find okay so as you uh step across the uh the the streetway the thoroughfare there and step into the uh the crooked tooth uh you get the ascent you, your Get the sense of uh, roasted meats and, and and baked goods and smells of coffees and and, and ales and and spirits and you see a, a dragonborn uh, manning the counter. It's got some really nastyly crooked teeth, like he's been uh, in one too many fights or the teeth didn't just quite grow right when they came in. And then uh, there's this, "Ah, lads, what can I do for you?" Food. Good morning. What would be your breakfast special, sir? Oh, huh? well, we have uh, we have some uh, some roast bear, and we have some uh, some fish that came in from the port. If you're into that kind of thing, and then of course we have uh, seem to have a run on biscuits and gravy today for some reason. Ooh. Oh, that certainly sounds delicious. I think I'll have a full order of that with some eggs and bacon on the side. Ah, good, good call, good call. And what would be your what would be your uh, beverage of choice this day? What's the uh, strongest Southern brew that you have of coffee, dark roast, in a oh. concentrated drip? Are you or a coffee snob? Extraction. <laughs> um, perhaps I might be called that. Well, see, we have uh, we just got some we 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 have some stuff in. 
It's uh, rumored to rival to rival Gutbuster in terms of its strength, but it's a coffee and not an ale. Ah. Came from the uh, from the far from the from the far south. How would you say that compares to a Marquesian mud? It would pro a Marquesian mud is probably kind of a a blander, milder uh, taste than this. This is definitely a strong. Oh. And and the name of this one, sir. The name of this brew. I, I uh, need to note this down for future reference. <laughs> um, I believe it's I believe it's the uh, I believe it. Actually, I don't even really know what name they call it. I've heard people curse it, like saying it's a the dwarven uh, a gut bust as a gutbuster, as well as uh, I've heard people comment it that it's the uh, the battle rager. The Battle Rager, okay. God, the Battle Rager. He couldn't remember a name. You expected to come up with the name of a coffee? <laughs> hey, I got to challenge my DM once in a while. He challenges us often enough. That's right. That's um, fair. That's fair. It's the only way I'm going to get better. Yeah. <laughs> the Battle Master, you say? Yep. Call it the Battle uh, the Battle Master. I'll uh, I'll take one of those uh, to go with my. Uh, my morning breakfast all right and as you guys uh turn around you see uh a, a woman sitting uh, sitting next to the window with a a prosthetic arm and uh she looks a little familiar to y'all and on the same token will Wilmina, as you kind of look about you hear you hear a couple of voices that you haven't heard in a while and look over and you see a, a tabaxi and an elf standing at the bar I'll uh I'll elbow Obsidian. Obsidian, isn't that Wilhelmina over there? My goodness, it does appear to be. So, and I look up from my table and I see them. Obsidian, Anarian, what a small world! Come, come. Oh, good day, good day, and join uh, me. Hello. Are, do they give us our food items to take over, you, or will they no, no, bring it to our table? You you guys go, and as you uh, go and talk with her. You see, uh, you see a, a, a little female halfling come out with the big tray on her head. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so cute. Uh, so. Who's the goat? Oh, this is this is Scritches. He's my goat. Ah, right, good day, Scritches. Uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to eat my own breakfast. Please don't take any of mine. <laughs> exactly. He's very polite, but he'd be happy for scraps. All right. Well, we'll make sure and and give him some of the scraps. But and in fact, I while you guys to... while you guys are talking, he just kind of leans over and takes something from from Wilhelmina's plate. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, he'll, he'll take from my plate. <laughs> I'll uh I'll ask the halfling waitress. Uh, would you mind bringing an extra side of uh, of bacon and and maybe some table scraps that you might have for for our friend here scritches sure thing love sure thing he kind of <laughs> wanders back so now you've got your meal and, and whatever and you guys are chilling at the table well amina what brings you here i was you just know. gonna ask you the same thing i'm just you We're know. like seven thousand kilometers away the last time we saw you yeah i've never actually been this far from eberron i'm feeling a little a little nervous but um i you know i heard some work needed to be done up here and i figured it was time to expand my horizons a bit so i'm just you know doing my old thing escorting some merchants make sure they arrive safely what are well, you guys doing here certainly hope you brought your 
cold weather clothing because it does get a little chill up this way. Oh yeah, you can see that she's got like um, warm bands around her elbows. Well, at least the one that's real and like a thick red dress on and like a really full skirt and she's, she's bundled, she's very warm. Yeah, it's uh, it's mighty cold up here. <laughs> <laughs> we've had some experience. Um, we've uh, we've recently been contracted to open up the Twilight Gap between the eastern and western towns, and uh, so. Oh, that was you. We've partially accomplished that, yes, and just came oh, to bring heard. notice. Uh, came Thank to bring you. notice to the guildmaster. So. Yeah, uh, we were waiting for about a week for that pass to open. I was starting to worry it might not open. Well, uh, fortunately, we can travel. Real quick, yes. real quick. Uh, want to thank uh, the the chat and the viewers. Uh, we did receive a fifteen dollar donation to Extra Life. Means yeah. you guys will, You guys will have advantage on a dice roll of your choice. Oh, sweet. That's uh, always good. Just to throw that out there. <laughs> click my little inspiration button on D and D Beyond. It's not the same as inspiration. I know. I'm just using it to remind myself. It's a, rem it's a reminder. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Otherwise, we, I will ours is all, Yeah, ours is already checked. So. <laughs> yes, I I, uh, I gave you some of that inspiration. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you should use it. <laughs> I was gonna say we we've got a timeline. The DM's got the clock ticking, so yes, he does. Uh, we have to take advantage of those soon. Maybe uh, we'll actually see some combat soon, so we can yeah. you know maybe use some of that. I'm gonna we'll take the uh, we'll take the ch time during the breakfast chatter to explain kind of what we've been facing in the in the Twilight Gap, but also explain our adventure into the Shadowfell and how we got associated to um sir Zandagul and and the twilight mansion would i have heard of the shadow fell before roll a uh history check <clears throat> nope what was the dice roll <laughs> natural <Garn>. two <laughs> <laughs> plus you... five seven you know that you traveled through a portal from Eberron to get to this land, to get to the, where you are now, and that it's been a few months. But you knowing with that, and then it's like you've heard talk that there's multiple planes of existence. So it's all kind of, it's all kind of real heavy, heavy knowledge stuff where it's just like, okay, you you, you kind of don't really believe it, but. You know, you have your little credence to the fact that you went from Eberron to here at I some time that was ago just as a part of travel. Story parents told their children to make them behave. That's a real place. Is how uh, how long are you contracted with this caravan? As long as they need me. I was uh, thinking, and uh, Obsidian, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, you're wrong. Okay, <laughs> that goes about right. Um, we you guys uh, haven't changed a bit. Yeah, well, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but uh, it's good. I'll take Life's it as too it short. is. Life's too short. <laughs> but with uh, with they and Barum away, uh, Shragnaz has joined us, of course. But we could always use a, an additional hand in our uh, 
encounters and uh, adventuring, do you think that, uh, well, I mean, yeah, perhaps yeah. if uh, if you've finished with your caravan and we get them safely to the Western town, do you think that you might be interested in, in joining our small brigade? Oh, I'm, I'm honored. Um, that's quite an offer. I, I mean, I, you know, I just work from contract to contract. So my schedule's open after this. I'd be more than happy to help wherever we can go. I was going to invite you to come and help with the merchants, but apparently the guild has already assigned a couple people to come with me. Uh, that would be us. Well, isn't this oh. just working out nicely? How fortuitous. And, and we can bring you down to that shadow fell and you can see it for yourself. Sounds delightful. It's and a then, wonderful, wonderful place. It we, would be quite interesting to experience. Yeah. And we do have one other member that has recently joined us that we've made yes, acquaintance with. Shragnaz. Shrag, shrag, uh, sh Just call him Shraggy. Or Shraggy, Shrek. okay. Shrek, Shrek would work. Shrek, hmm. <laughs> There's a legend of an ogre in Eberron <laughs> yes. with that name. Yeah. Well, this, to the chat. Yeah, this, uh, <laughs> this particular uh, individual i would hardly classify as an ogre being that he's a uh, rather minuscule goblin but uh oh. he seems to have they're both green th this is true oh there we go there are a lot of similarities here <laughs> but uh he's recently joined us so when we uh reach the twilight mansion uh we'd like to introduce you and have you make his acquaintance he's currently undergoing some study there uh during our adventuring the mansion unfortunately lost its mage so he's helping to fill in for them for a while oh that's very kind of him but just a short period of time he'll be joining us as soon as we're ready to move on that's exciting so you're planning on going back to this shadow fell place Absolutely. we are there's much that we need to do there um we left quite a few things in the mansion or uh, in the uh, fortress rather uh that we encountered there that we would prefer to recover and have in our hands rather than someone else's ah uh, yes you don't want those sorts of things falling into the wrong hands precisely that library sounds quite interesting funny you should say that uh that was essentially the same expression that shrag had ah a goblin who likes to read we found that odd as well but yes that seems cool. to have been a change in his character <laughs> he's, he's a unique individual. I haven't met a lot of goblins, so all I know is rumors and stereotypes. They do abound, do they not? They do. Well, when we get there, I I can dispel some of those those runes that you spoke of and see that what we would, can find. That would be fantastic because we were looking for some ways that we could help to bolster uh, Shrag's abilities. So if you can do the same, that would double our chances so to speak just remind me when we get there or i might forget to ask dolara to give me the correct spells that day <laughs> clearly understood so adventuring from eberron here and uh guarding merchants as you go uh, yeah seems like well, quite the nomadic lifestyle so to speak you know i just uh, want to help where i can if there's oh. any wayward adventures in over their heads, that's always fun. Real quick, we try those, not to get in over our heads. Real quick, for those who, who, who aren't uh, fully in the know, Wilhelmina, can you describe what your character looks like? Oh, yes. 
Uh, she has uh, dark, kind of reddish-brown skin, freckles across the this area, <laughs> um, piercing gray eyes, tightly curled long black hair with a couple of premature grays kind of wildly sticking out. Um, she does have some like bags under her eyes and you can see on her good hand the knuckles are kind of like swollen and gnarled and she does have that um uh <laughs> no not bags of holding i gotta cover the chat you're distracting me Sid. <laughs> um from about here down her arm is prosthetic and it looks a lot like the um warforged kind of technology um and yeah she, oh she's got a black breastplate on that's uh sorry i just hit the mic black breastplate on that's kind of gilded with like gold and copper uh red dress and um from under the red dress you can see blue leggings she's in the the colors of her god dol ara and um on her neck is a long chain with a glowing crystal that's about all you can see right now. Shoulders are a little like off cant. She looks like she might be a little ill. Scoob, when we when we met her and traveled with her, she had the prosthetic. Would we have seen what the prosthetic does, or are we still in the dark about how cool it is? You you is? you would, and uh, from what I understand, uh, you would uh, from what I understand, you would pro you would have seen some of the tricks prosthetic has. Um. Because uh, she, the, she had unless she she hasn't really modified it since she last saw, because it's pretty much been exactly as it was did to her. So, oh, I guess I should also say, like right about here, you can see a tattoo of the mark of the sentinel, I believe it is, and um, the arm is engraved with uh, leaves and vines, and um, I don't actually know what the other tattoo would look like. Just really intricate great Yeah, it comes to, it. It, 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 it comes down the, the whole length of it. It's intermixed with the leaves and the vines and uh, a couple of other things as far as symbols of life and, and uh, prosperity. Um, and then there at, at one point on the shield on the arm, uh, about the forearm there's a engrave, there's what looks like be an engraving of, a of some type and the shield emblem also has a has an eye uh, carved into it as well. It's all it's all kind of if you picture like a, a, a tattoo sleeve of, of like green uh, ivy and vines. It's just this is just on that ivy and vine as well. Right. So well, I'm excited to start on our adventure. We just finished right. the biscuits and gravy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so finish finish up rest, breakfast, and um, I'll ask uh, Wilhelmina. So, um, in terms of preparation and uh, you know arms and armor, uh, have you need of any particular uh, additional equipment? Uh, we had the good fortune to have some uh, breaks in our uh, adventuring, so we've obtained some things that none of our current party can use, but perhaps they might be of use to you. Well. I'm always interested to see. I've, I've found a few more toys and things along the way, hence Scritch is here. And I hold up a uh, rust colored bag that's just got like little furry little spheres in it. Okay. 
bag of tricks. Bag of tricks. Huh. How interesting. What is it that you have though that you can't utilize? Well, and uh, I'll uh, I'll get into my pack rummage around a little bit and bring out um, the necklace of prayer beads, um, and uh, say this is this is something that we discovered. Um, we happen to know this particular one. <clears throat> Barham was able to identify it as he had a similar one, but uh, since he had his, he had no use for this. Um, it, it, I'm told, and again, not being a cleric, but I'm told that this is a necklace of prayer beads that uh, contains um, beads of curing, I believe. Well, that is always good to have. And you guys can't use this? Because I can, I can cast spells to heal. Uh, um, as can I, and I can lay on hands occasionally as well to a, to a limited degree, but we thought that this might be something that would be better attuned to someone of your uh, skills and abilities. Well, I, I would much appreciate it. I, I promise I will heal you if you need it. <laughs> okay, so I'll pass over the, um, the necklace of healing. And... Um, and I'm going to wrap then, it around my wrist a couple times and wear it as a bracelet because I already have my holy symbol on my neck. Okay. And then um, what I'll are say. You fighting with these guys? Well, she holds up a, a mace, but she's holding it backwards. So she's like got the handle out where she would hit it with some, something and then the pointy end kind of like at her wrist. Got my trusty old mace. It's not magical or anything, but she like tosses it up in the air a couple times. It's done well for me. Denarian, what about that quarterstaff then? We, we do have a magical quarterstaff. Um, you know, it's not gonna cut anybody or pierce any uh, hides or anything like that, but it can certainly beat them down fairly well. Ah, bludgeoning. I'm good at bludgeoning. Very good. Well, I remember. I'll, uh, I'll reach into the quiver and pull out the plus two quarterstaff and hand it over and say, well, Amina, why don't you take a look? See if this is something you might be able to make use of. Okay. I stand up and I do some like martial movements with it that I don't know. I, like spin it around and throw it up in the air. And she looks like she could definitely be proficient with it. This is really well balanced. I'm glad that you can make use of it. So you can add a uh, plus two quarter staff to your character sheet and you will also have a um, necklace of prayer beads um, you will have to tune to that but it, you can add that as well Alrighty, adding that uh, quarter staff plus two quarter staff ooh it's blue <laughs> pretty it's so pretty cool that do I need to? Aura. Do I need hey. to attune to the quarterstaff? No, you'll yeah. just need to equip it. Okay, it's equipped. Well, then I might as well offload this old mace. It's not going to do me any good sitting in my inventory. It might do somebody <laughs> else some good. Uh, we do know a um, a smith just down the way. Uh, bushy beard, uh, very very honest merchant. So. We can always uh, go back with you and see if he would give you a good offer on your mace. After breakfast, perhaps? Yeah. I think I'm just about done. Very good. Finish off the pot of coffee. 
chug the rest of it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call the waitress over and ask for another one of the, uh, the battle masters. Uh, go ahead and give me a constitution check before you do it, though. Of course. If you're gonna be vibrating for the rest of the day. <laughs> constitution ah, we... save coming up. That smells like the uh, that would be buzz. Twenty-seven. Wow. Yeah, you, you you drink that, it's like, this is smooth. Yeah, hey, I'm liking the, that. Did you add the other plus three that I give you? Oh, no, I didn't. So that would have been a 30. Dirty 30. Dirty 30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, you take it, it's like, I don't know what they're talking about. This is pretty smooth. This is, this is awesome. I'll have another. <laughs> Over another pot. And by the pot, they're like little... Little hand yeah. pots kind of deal, not like you know, big old twelve cup deal goes. <laughs> so, when, and I when ask for some juice, orange juice, grapefruit juice, whatever kind of juice they've got. I, I okay, they bring you, they, they they'll bring that out. When the little halfling lady comes over, I just kind of like lean down and I'm like, "Thank you, I really appreciate it," and I give her a gold. Thank you, love. And uh, I'll I'll. Tell Wilhelmina, please. I appreciate yeah. that, but we're we're covering the the meal and and we'll provide we'll provide some extra tip. Yeah. I'll let you cover the meal. <laughs> I remember yeah. I got breakfast last time, so sounds good. Yeah, fair is fair. Yeah. All right. So I put the plate on the floor so scritches can lick up the rest of it. Okay. Works. He works. He works it through. It gets all that. It's kind of kind of box at you uh, happily. It's all done. Uh, tab comes in. It's uh, two gold for all of the uh, the meal and the the drinks. Okay. I, so, I hand her five. That's what I was about to say. Let's we'll split it again. Okay. Okay. It's always good to tip generously. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. She she she's appreciative of that. She's like, please, tears. Come back again. Oh, goes, we will. So as you guys uh, go and exit, uh, there's definitely more activity. Now we're kind of in the mid, definitely in that midday. You spent quite a bit of time chatting and talking. Uh, what would you like to do for the rest of? It was a good brunch. Um, shall we see what we can get uh, from the Smith for your mace? Absolutely. So we'll take Wilhelmina back over to the Smith that we had just bargained All with right. that morning. All right. When you come up to him this time, he's kind of kind of sitting there. Uh, Got a got a got a mug in his hand and kind of working working through a sandwich. And it's just oh, and he sees you kind of ah, back so soon. I uh, didn't mean to interrupt your your repast, sir. Uh, but we have a friend who is uh, interested in perhaps selling a mace. I'll introduce Wilhelmina to the Smith. Right, you see Please this? Call me Will. Well, you see this uh, kind of kind of kind of sturdy uh, sturdy human. Like the the big kind of the bushy uh, dark beer beard, whether or not it's uh, dark from soot or it's natural hair color, it's kind of hard to tell. Um, it's got kind of the leather apron and whatnot on it. Uh, so so less. What 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 did you have? Well, first of all, that is a beautiful beard. <laughs> and second of all, and I take out my mace and my shield, and I say I no longer have use of these. The generosity of my my mate's hair has uh, made it so I can pass this on to somebody else. All right, what might you a, be able to give me for it? He takes a look at the pair of them. Says, 
I'll give you five gold for the pair. Oh, I think you could do a little better than that. Maybe ten? For all the persuasion. I'm so <laughs> not charismatic. <laughs> I don't think that's a success. Uh, yeah, that's a natural six plus zero. So that's uh, a six. <laughs> five gold for the pair. Sounds good. I appreciate it. All right. Just make sure it goes to somebody worthy of it. Oh, I'm sure it will. I mumble to it, and I mumble to Anari. She's not negotiating for us. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just kind of shake my head. <laughs> What's your passive perception again, Will? Uh, twenty. Yeah, you hear the comment. <laughs> <laughs> I choose to ignore it because I know my weaknesses <laughs> we all That's have fair. them don't ask me about religion yeah <laughs> i turn around and i go i kind of expected that wouldn't work but i try <laughs> all, right. all right oh too funny first of the day is yours so, um have you any other uh needs or um equipment items that you might uh wish to purchase or what shall we what shall we do with the rest of our lovely day um i i don't think i need anything that i can think of um i just want to enjoy the city the the sun is uh kind of warm kind of nice that's yeah, better here than on the western side believe me yeah yeah very nice that was mighty freezing uh, not uh... a fan of that well, to be to be fair, for your for your knowledge, you wouldn't have come, you wouldn't have passed through the gap yet. You would have come from the south, so things have gotten progressively colder. There is a there is a, a light layer of snow on some of the on some on the ground because it is it is the winter time. You are in the Ar in an Arctic region. It's just there. It's because the proximity to the uh, water, the temperature is just a little bit warmer than on the other side, but it is still cold but yes it's a sunny day uh feels uh feels nice and uh refreshing to be out in the sun um i know for obsidian and anari they've seen quite a few days of cloud cover passing through the mountains so it's nice to uh, not to mention the sun. darkness of the shadowfell oh well, that too but, you know. <laughs> last couple of days have been cloudy cloudy weather and, and little bits and little bits and um Actually, no. It's not. It's not going to be sunny because, like I said, it's winter, which means the sun has shifted. So it's kind of a dusk all the time. Just it's a brighter dusk because it's day. Kind of like if you're in that if you're in that Arctic Circle type of region around the six months of the year that it's that it's winter versus summer. Does the sun so, ever get any higher than that? Uh, roll a nature check. Finally, I roll something good to see if the sun is up. <laughs> uh, 17. Uh, it's up, but because of the time of year, it's the angle isn't enough to get bright sun. Like I said, it's kind of a bright dusk. So when, the, and when you look at it and you ask that question, it's like, and then you think about it, it's like, oh yeah, in about six months, it'll get brighter. So... <laughs> So while we're out enjoying the, the weather, I, I take this opportunity to cast Druidcraft and find out what the what temperature and the weather is going to be like for the day. 
magical weatherman. That's cool. One of one of those little druidic skills that you just don't read much about. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. That's cool. Yeah, it's a. Uh, you have your. You create a I can read it you, you, while you're looking. You create a tiny, harmless sensory effect that predicts what the weather will be at your location for the next 24 hours. The effect might manifest as a golden orb for clear skies, a cloud for rain, falling snowflakes for snow, and so on. The effect persists for one round. Cool. I can also make flowers bloom, snuff out candles, torches, small campfires, or light them, things like that. Nice. And he still doesn't have our weather. I have it. It's uh, temperatures uh, normal for this time of year. Uh, there's going to be there's a light breeze blowing in from the east, and there is no precipitation scheduled for the next uh, 24 hours. Okay. Good, good news, guys. Just a light breeze with no snow today. So you said we're like a town away from the ocean. Can we smell the ocean from here? Uh, no, you're a little too far from that. You can kind of okay. see it in the Anari and Obsidian could see it from the distance because they were at a higher elevation coming down. From where you see, there's a you do you do smell that there is a river, there's a waterway that uh, from what you can see in the way this town is oriented, there's a waterway that brings stuff in from the port town that is. Uh, down that is probably about 100 200 miles down river so this is a okay. major this is how they get uh bulk goods in and then there are the roads that come in from the south which is the way you traveled with your caravan cool would would will have ever been near the ocean is eberron near an ocean eberron is uh eberron has several continent masses that do go by the ocean so um, there's a chance there there's a possibility in your previous travels before you came to this region that you've been near the ocean or heard of the whatnot okay I think um, for the rest of the day unless anybody else has anything they really need or want to do um, we'll just wander around touring the town and then preparing for departure the next morning and then uh, yep. after we've kind of okay. familiarized ourselves with the town Go yeah, back to the tavern and catching up with Will and get along. Like that. Yeah. Okay, take that makes our, sense. So you go about. Rest. You see. Um, you do take a moment to stop in and check on uh, the carrot, the two wagons, and the couple of the merchants that Will has been bodyguard up for, uh, and to let them know, hey, you need to need to get ready. It's the following morning. We're going to be uh, traveling to through the gap. Um. And you kind of let Will fill Will in on the, uh, okay, it's a, about a two-day journey through the Gap. And uh, there you stop at the way station, which is Twilight Mansion. And then from there, I'll meet up on with Snagrass. Mm -hmm. So I'll recommend, uh, Obsidian, do you think you might want to try Shrag one more time before we uh, call it a day and put I am in our rest? Hey, you are. The, the, no, the, the normal oh, that's right. stone it only oh, allows shoot, for once right. and until dawn that's right okay that's correct i forgot about that ah thank you i was confusing it with the uh the other that we obtained um yes. and then i'll i'll say to myself and actually while we're on that topic um i'll again rummage through my pack and pull out uh ascending stone and say uh will you might want to take care of this for us this will allow you to communicate with me once per day sh should we ever get separated um 
and I'll hand her the the other sending stone that that would pair to mine. Yeah, it's cool. a it's it's a it's a very smooth river stone with a with a rune etched in on etched in it, and you can kind of feel it's got a little bit of a, a warm hum of magic. That's beautiful. Thank you. Of course. Especially since you're going to be joining us, I think it's wise that we be able to maintain communication should we be separated. That is always prudent. Yes. Please remember, it's only 25 words or less, so don't go on a diatribe. Ah. No, this is not a ranting stone, unfortunately. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. That is good to know. Thank you. Yes. So should I add sending stone or sending stones? I think it's. I think you have to add the pair, but you only get one. I think because I don't think they have a sending stone. No, it's sending stones. Yeah, it's in plural. Yeah. Okay. I for Watch me, it. I put in the comments that my other one was is paired with, uh, or the other one is in um, shrag shrag Okay. Yeah, and and I'm gonna do the same and make the note that it'll be you and I that are communicating. I should put my mace in my shield. Okay. Thank you, Glock, for the sub. Yes, I was going to get to that in a few minutes. Oh, Yay. sorry, I'll shut up. No, you're good, you're good, you're good. Um, Thanks, Glock. So you kind of finish out your prep and whatnot. The following morning, uh, you get together for the caravan. I will say for the sake of brevity, you guys travel through with your high passive perception. And for those in the chat who don't know, we know Wilhelmina's is a 20. What's uh, Obsidian and Anari's passive perceptions? 18? 23. So yeah, it's like you guys can tell. It's You tell as, you, as, you're, as you're traveling through. <laughs> AF. Um, <laughs> as you're traveling through with your passive perceptions, you can tell that things are quiet. Um, like too quiet? Yeah, almost. This is two, the next day. This is yes, the next, the next day, right? day. You're it's traveling. craft for weather as well. Okay. Before we get on the road, I would want to know what we're gonna uh, encounter. In do the you area. seriously have a chart that tells you what the weather's gonna be every day? Yes, I do. That is so cool. <laughs> the anal retentive DM That's that funny. we all love. Prepared for all contingencies. That's amazing. <laughs> Except naming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't ask him for a name. He came up with a name for coffee pretty quick. That was pretty good. <laughs> gotta gotta rib you yeah. now and then, Steve. Kiss ass. Uh -huh. I'm too new. I can't do that. Uh -huh. <laughs> so Will's making it through the pass. Shad, not so much. Not so much. <laughs> as, as you're getting, as you're, uh, for your weather forecast, uh, temperature again is going to be uh, fairly normal for this time of year. There's going to be a strong wind coming through the pass, shifting coming down the pass. So from the from the from kind of a northwesterly, there'll be a, a strong wind, and there's going to be a light snowfall as you make your way through the pass to get to the mansion. Okay. okay. Uh, be prepared. Our, our journey today is going to be a bit more um, troublesome as there will be some snow and a very strong breeze coming through. Lean down so. and I look at the little emote of snow falling. This is really cool. I like it. 
wave my hand through it. <laughs> it just it just kind of yes. passes through. It's it's it's, it's kind of an illusionary thing, but it just looks cool. <laughs> oh, oh! Before we go, I'm going to pull out my bag of tricks. Oh yeah! And did, did the goat disappear? Goat is gone. Okay. And a uh, a big snowy owl appears on my shoulder. Cool. Snowy owl for the snow. Maybe the snowy owl brought the snow. It's definitely his fault. <laughs> it just kind of looks over you. And goes who? I scratched the back of his neck so he does the thing where he's like oh that birds do when they get scratches yep and so also before we get started after dawn I'm going to try pinging Shrek again (laughs) since he's heckling me in the chat I will heckle him right back um Uh, 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 haven't heard from you. Uh, we are on our way to the mansion. See you in a few hours. Send. All right. Drag, what have you done for the last day? Because you've been reading through books and whatnot. You're muted. So he'll have been uh, working through the books and stuff, getting everything in order, just seeing what's actually the setup there, obviously, since the uh, the last guy didn't really live in too much of a great state. Um, so he's indexing it, finding out what's happening, and yeah, he'll just be reading through, trying to find cool, shiny stuff. Um, probably this day, maybe now he's settled in a bit, probably maybe not as laser-focused on it, and occasionally sketching the, the odd bits and pieces. Okay. Um, go ahead, and uh, so... Yeah, you kind of sit in there. You do kind of feel the pulse of the uh, sending stone, it's not as laser focused as were. <laughs> so. so, pick up the stone and sort of shake it, hold it to the ear. And you okay. hear you you hear uh, you hear the latest message from Obsidian that they're on their way to the mansion. They should be there by day's end. Awesome. So I'll take the stone and sort of knowing from what we found out from the book is I will sort of tap it a bit and sort of speak into it uh, and basically send um, looking forward to seeing you fire wasn't so bad everything okay maybe <laughs> what <laughs> uh, keep in and mind only I... Shad can hear this message yes. right <laughs> yes and as I get this you, you see the, the this this look like this guy is going to kill us all. Um, and I, I, I nudge to, or I, I whisper to Anari, he may have burned the place down. He's talking about a fire. We may not have a mansion to go to. You mean to tell me that we survived the Shadowfell and the fortress to establish a base of operations at the mansion, and now we have no base of operations? Well, I don't know. All he said was the fire wasn't too bad. So there's still hope. Are you sure this goblin Unless... is trustworthy? He's setting <laughs> fire wondering. to random mansions. We're, we're not Reminds sure me of another group I know. Yet. <laughs> uh, the, the Twilight Mansion is a rather important stopping place for travelers. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> Hence the concern. 
I'm 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 hoping he he was just making a funny, because um, because you know look at him he 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 definitely likes to make funnies. He well, is I, somewhat I of a prankster. Yeah. Yeah. So it, well, I'm you'll hoping. see when you meet him. Yeah. He is somewhat of a Big prankster. Big ugly hat, short green thing. Huh. Yeah. I'm intrigued. I'm very intrigued. Hopefully, there's a mansion to get to. Absolutely. I, I'll, I'll start scanning the horizon ahead and see if I can see any smoke. <laughs> um, as you're uh, making your way through the the man making your way through this half of the pass, um, there is uh, you do hear your passive perceptions are picking up some uh, some sounds and kind of movement off to the distance. Um, but, uh, there's a lot of some of the usual kind of, uh, creatures and whatnot are still kind of absent. I mean, it could be just because the snow, the snow and the wind, it's hard to make out. And it could be a play of trick from the wind, uh, rolling through the hit, rolling through the mountain and the trees. Uh, but for the most part, your journey through this half of the pass is, uh, relatively... Uh, just difficult because the wind is really kind of it's, it's a heavy wind blowing against you and the snow and the and the light and the snow but you do make it to the mansion and uh, toward the at the end of the day uh, everybody the, the caravan kind of comes up to it the guards greet you everybody comes inside and uh, kind of reunites and this is where we will take our break uh, real quick oh, thank goodness when I see I the mansion, break real bad. <laughs> yeah. when I see the mansion, I'm gonna heave a great sigh of relief. It doesn't yes. look burned down. No, it's not <laughs> burned down. And as you go in, uh, you could you gotta go into the communal kitchen. You know, do the or the, the dining area, food, drink, extra for jingle. Sleep. Don't don't forget. Oh yes, jingle. yes, of course. You guys make sure jingle is there so you get your benefit in the morning. And we will pick up uh, in the morning after our break. So. Uh, Go ahead, transition over. Alrighty, guys. Uh, welcome back from the break. And of course, uh, as we said before we let into that, we're uh, back in the mansion. You guys have all met up, had a uh, good night's sleep. And as you uh, woke up uh, for Obsidian and Inari, that uh, it's becoming a kind of a. You're, you're acknowledging the feeling uh, for Wilhelmina and Shagnaz. You're. Uh, uh, feel as you get up a little extra you know vibrancy and and pep in your step and you have uh and you have uh 10 uh temporary hit points not quite sure how but you know but uh Sidian and anari have kind of like yep making sure we keep our friend happy and you know he's a boon absolutely wow yeah. this coffee is like really good or something i i'm feeling great yeah jingle does a great job Jing jingle He's a little oh. friend of ours. Yeah, you have your friends, we have ours. I want to see Jingle. Um, do you think we could persuade Jingle to come out and say hello? Uh, probably not while the staff is active as they come, especially okay. now that there are guests in the mansion. Okay. Uh, he likes to he likes to keep a low profile because low profile. of his his job uh, or his his uh, relationship with Sir Xandergol and his job. <laughs> so, kind of. If you want to chat, if you want to chat with him, it would be like you know late or when there's little to nobody. Little around. activity, yeah. Yep. We'll, All uh, right, keep your we'll, secrets. Wilhelmina, we'll we'll 
see what we can do to introduce you later, but uh, he's being a little bit shy right now. Okay. Uh, think of him as kind of like Dobby the house elf. Oh, Dobby. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Dobby had some hands. We all need our own little Dobby. My dog is my Dobby. <laughs> I need a Dobby that will actually clean. My dog doesn't do that. Ah, <laughs> uh, poor Bailey. <laughs> I'm sure Bailey's probably sitting there looking at you like, really? <laughs> he is. Uh, I'll, uh, we'll uh, check check with uh, Will and the caravan, whoever's leading the caravan, to see if they're prepared to set out then for the yep. oh. for the day. Check in with uh, Sir Xander Ghoul to see if there's any updates that he would like to pass along to um, Stephen and yeah. um, and is Shrag with us or is he already down in the? You guys have all well. You guys have all met up for your for kind of your morning meal and whatnot. Um, so this is kind of we'll just kind of in that dining or in that di communal dining area, kind of all of you sitting at a table, kind of catching up. Uh, Wilhelmina sees uh, see she shrag uh, shrag knows walk in the big floppy hat. <laughs> I recognize that hat. Why do I know that hat? He's going to turn towards you. Obviously, he'll wave at the other guys and go, "Geezer!" Literally pointing at Shrag on that one. And then he'll turn to yourself and it'll be like, and he'll look at your arm and your leg, scratch his head a bit and like squint at you a bit. And he'll I'm walk making the squinty face back. And at another point there, he'll go, and he'll walk over and go, "I think I know you." I, I think I know your hat. I've seen that hat before. It's a very distinctive hat. I like it. You want to take it? No. Oh, that's I, okay then. I, I'm good. You can keep it. It suits you. We have definitely... I know that we've been in the same place before because I definitely recognize that hat. At that point, he'll, he'll prod you prosthetics a little bit and go, yeah, I've seen you two. Recognize the shinies. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. They're rather distinctive. And there is actually only three digits on the the hand there's not this one isn't there <laughs> and i his hand encounter and prod you back yeah it's different <laughs> <laughs> well i'm i think this is going to be quite an adventure i'm excited you're coming with, with us shragnas yeah this time with you everything in order everything tidy oh there are sure to be shinies along the way What's for breakfast? <laughs> Since we're eating again? Stop it, I'm hungry. I'm, I still I'm haven't gonna, had breakfast. I'm going to get you for that one. Somehow. I don't know how yet, but I'm going to get you for that one. Sausage <laughs> links, scrambled eggs, country potatoes. See, uh, you, you're talking to me? Look at <laughs> Actually, you're right. You started out with the whole biscuits and gravy thing. Yeah. I will I will take the blame for that. I'm real hungry. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to... I'm gonna walk to my corner shop and and and, and get a get a breakfast burrito after this because of you guys. Thank you. Oh, breakfast burrito. <laughs> um, oh, I, I there's a there's a shop, uh, little corner store that uh, has a, a former uh, hotel chef. She's kind of has her own little catering business, so she's in there, and it's just like, I mean, if you think the burritos from Chipotle are big and filling, 
Uh-uh. <laughs> it's like, people have asked numerous times, I'm like, yeah, you get a burrito from there, you're not eating for the rest of the day. It is. Cut it in half. <laughs> I mean, if you're lucky. <laughs> she's always like, I, I don't know how to make the portion any smaller. Because <laughs> <laughs> we tried, because my daughter likes to try and eat the same burrito I, bring, I eat, and she's like, I, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> So actually, just while we're having the breakfast, um, Shraggle will obviously look at Obsidian and um, he'll obviously hear the comment about breakfast and stuff and he'll just wave his fingers and Obsidian now has like a permanent smell of like bacon and eggs for the next hour or so under his nose. <laughs> That's just mean. Thank you. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm going to look at... Uh... <laughs> I'm going to look at Shrag and uh, ask... Uh, so... Uh... You had your time in the uh, library with your tomes. Uh, what did you find? What did you discover? Messy. Very messy. Now tidy. Very tidy. That's good. Shiny notes and goodness. Actually, Scoob, actually, during that time as well, just think about it, the, um, the teleportation circle, would I have had a chance to work on that as well, or would I have still been doing the research into it? All right, go ahead and uh, give me an Arcana check. Time management check. I remember the book. The book gives you because I, I know I haven't created the book yet, but from what I do know of the book, you, the book does give you advantage on anything magic related, as far as those kind of checks. Oh. So any Ooh. kind of any kind of investigation, wisdom, arcana, that book is going to give you advantage because wow. of its influence on you. Cool, okay. Uh, in which case, then, that was a 16, then. Yeah, you would have uh, been able to identify the type of tele type of circle and complete the circle as a teleportation circle. Awesome. So I will relay that to the others that, um, you know, that design, like, picture, mm -hmm. riding on the ground? Finished. Finished? Do you know where it goes? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Do you know where it goes? Do I look stupid? <laughs> you run an answer to that? Yeah, okay, maybe no. <laughs> you are an efficient person. Got a lot done in a day and a half. I know. He, he's going to run over to your leg and actually, like, sort of like, okay. She called me a person. <laughs> <laughs> pat his hat. Him. He calls me funny names all the time. Hmm. <laughs> it's a sign of love. Harassment is his love language. So, Scoob, would he know where it goes and would he be able to relay that to us? Uh, there's no connection yet. So, it is, uh, it's kind of an open, uh, I think of teleportation circles as like Stargates from Stargate SG One. You need an address. Mm. You need an address. Right address. now, he's got his point of origin. Uh, he's got his ad. He's got his address, or he's got it there, so it could go places. He just doesn't just have an address no to go to yet. Yeah. Okay. So, is I'll, I'll hold the book up and I'll flick through the pages and I'll show them an actual sketch of the the, the finished design of it. And that mm -hmm. way, they'll be of it that when we're out and about, we can spot things that will look like it. Now, if you you three, as you're looking at the book, if you want to roll uh, perception checks. Perception? Perception. 
gladly. Ooh. Nat 20 plus 8, 28. Huh? Natural 1. Uh, nat 20 plus 8, 28. Um, well, Amina, you're within my... 5 feet, I think, so does your thing doesn't go. It's only saving throws, right? It saves, yeah. Okay. Doesn't help with the nat 1 anyway. <laughs> well... As you look at it, you see you see the you see this sketch, and this is a, a pretty. It's it takes up one page, and it's a pretty substantial uh, sketch and detail and and notes. Obsidian and Anari, as you guys are looking at it, you're noticing that you, you almost think out of the corner of your, uh, at, at your as you look at it, you almost see some of the glyphs kind of dance a little bit on the page. Anything recognizable, or we just see a move. That would be a Arcana check to see if you could recognize the room. I will okay, try. And it. then, and then remember when we first ran across these, I took and I sketched what I saw. Is yeah. it the same or is it? It's the same. It it's the same runes. It's the same runes, but you see a little, a subtle flicker of of movement in them. Yeah, I, I got it. Eight Arcana. Seventeen. Thirteen plus four. Um, the runes. The, the runes kind of lay out like uh, for a potential location. Uh, it's just uh, there's no, but you're not quite sure where. You recognize okay. that, and you see where the you look at your sketch, and it's like you had about you had about sixty to eighty percent of, of of it looked like it was about sixty eighty percent complete. The sketch you're looking in his book is one hundred percent complete with notes and instructions, and of course it's okay. Going to be in Goblin, so that you, unless you got a Goblin, so you can't read Goblin, you're not going to be able to really understand it. No. So, but as for Shagras, he's like, just like, yeah, it's, you know, kind of like reading car uh, stereo instructions. He just totally understands it, but you guys are like, what the hell? Okay. <laughs> so before, and then so before we get going, I want to do, so you can start looking, I'm going to do Druidcraft to see what our journey is going to be like. So. Mm -hmm. I already, already rolled it, so you just, <laughs> okay. it is uh, actually going to be a, a bit colder today. It's going to be about 30 degrees colder than it was the last couple of days. Um, it's, that strong wind is still there. You can actually kind of hear uh, kind of blow across the uh, mansion, and there is a snow. There is there is a light snowfall, uh, kind of moving, kind of a kind of a light blizzard as you guys are gonna come in. It's still coming from northwest, from the northwest, uh, blowing east, blowing southeast. So it's gonna be kind of a cross breeze over the uh, trail. Okay. So and and I'll relay this. It's going to be uh, about thirty degrees colder. Snow is still falling. You can hear the wind, and it, it could pick up to almost some blizzard-like conditions. Okay, hearing that, I'm going to uh, just kind of gobble up the rest of my breakfast and grab my coffee and go out to the merchants where they're preparing and kind of relay the information. Yeah, as soon as you sure step outside. Up. Yeah, and as soon as you <laughs> step outside to check the check the wagons or whatever you feel it i mean you step out it's that woof there's that wind right in you and you're just yeah. like like and he, for a, for almost a moment you're like is he he's either telling the truth or he just looked out the window because you see there are a lot of big windows <laughs> across the building <laughs> but i can see the little like doohickey that gets summoned right 
Yeah, you yeah. can. It, it was it was kind of dance. It was definitely kind of swirling about, but it's almost like what he predicted or what you felt when you stepped out. It was like I think he might have underestimated it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like the Put weatherman says, in. "Oh, it's going to be this." Did you step out? You're like, what the hell is he smoking? That's not how this, this feels. Is so much worse. That little uh. Symbol really does not capture the biting wind. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> and uh, knowing that we're about to travel and it will possibly be dangerous, I am going to summon three friends out of my bag of tricks. Okay. And the first one, a, a big furry brown bear comes out. And then for the second one, let me just make sure I get this right. A uh, mastiff is summoned, and then the third one is a Jesus. giant boar. Impressive. And I I tell them um, just I tell the bear and the boar to stay near the back of the caravan while we're traveling so, and so watch our backs. Out. He She's has outside stepped outside because they're out there. They're finishing their final prep and whatever for a couple of them. You guys are, you know. I gosh. smack Anarian and I'm like, look at this. It's a freaking zoo. Well, you guys are still inside unless you've come outside. She the windows. Oh, the windows. Oh, yeah. Through the windows. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you've come, you're coming out and bundling up. You see, yeah, she, pulls, she takes her little bag reaches her hand and tosses three things in the snow that all of a sudden you have a bear, a boar, and a dog. Yeah. I'm giving all of them scratches. and Obsidian, I'm not sure if it's a zoo or a circus. Can't quite figure it out. Reminds me of the squid. Oh, I'm sorry, different character. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shragnaz is going to quickly, when he sees obviously his reaction and, and what Obsidian says about the weather, he'll quickly nip off to his room again and a couple minutes later he'll come back out and he's got a big like fur colour cloak on, he's got the like sort of muffler on his hands and he's got a big like sort of fur hat crammed over the top of his red hat. Uh, and he'll go outside and he'll, he'll, he'll go to Wilmina and go on the top and point at the boar and go. And like the so Oh, yeah. So um, we check in. Do you want me to help you up? Yep. He'll hold his hands up like that. <laughs> I pick him up and I put him on top of the giant boar. I'll grab a scruff of the, the fur in my hands and go, right, ready. And I grab the sides of the boar's face and I go, you listen to him today, okay? And I smooch him on the nose. It kind of snorts back so, at you. Before we go, <laughs> I want to check with Lord. Oh, God. What's his Nettergal? name? Thank you. Mm -hmm. See if he needs anything from the town we're going, or if he needs us to deliver anything while we're headed that way. No, he's uh, he, he he's very he's just wanted to make sure you guys get there. So when you come back, the, hopefully there'll be another caravan that's on its way back and whatnot. But, okay, sounds good. So, as, when we're ready to go, I want to kind of hang into the very back a little bit and go. I'm going to get you back. And he casts Druidcraft to Shrag. And I create an instantaneous sensory harmless effect of a faint odor of a skunk. Oh. That only he can smell. And go, that's for the bacon. He, he doesn't know it's me, but he, he can smell it. 
I don't you, want him to know it's me. You, you'll see Shrag pause and go, Oh? Nice. <laughs> well, that didn't work out like I wanted. The smells okay. of home, huh? <laughs> All right, so All right. Uh, you load up with the caravan. Um, it's not, there's a couple of uh, it's a couple of merchants uh, pulling the uh, caravan, ride, running the wagons. You guys are kind of riding or walking with, and uh, you start to make your way through. It's going to be slow going because of the wind and the the snow uh you guys get probably about halfway uh probably a couple hours in, a few hours in kind of trudging along as best you can uh you guys uh with your stupidly high passive perceptions um what were they again 20 like 20 and 23 18 18 said what's yours uh, mine's only a 14. So, that 20... What was your shot? Uh, 18. 18. Anari? 23. And... Jack you says it was lowered. Alright. So, uh... Anari and... Wilhelmina, or Will... As you guys are going, you catch some movement uh, opposite sides of you and kind of clue in the rest of them that there seems to be movement on either side of the of the gap as you're going. Um, how I'm who's on what side? Because I have the wagons in the center. Okay. How many wagons? Uh, two wagons, and they are about. Uh, 15 feet uh, apart okay. between the, uh, the the rear of the lead wagon and the the uh, horse horses on the second wagon. Okay. The bear is in the back. Bear is so in the back. Right. Again. The bear and the boar. Or uh, just boar the bear? was going to be in the back, but now he's got a, a rider, so he's wherever shag Shra shag shag is. Yep. <laughs> Um, Shragnaz. That one. Shrag. <laughs> I can never one. remember where the R is. All right, Shragnaz. so Shragnaz is on the board. Uh, I'm having Anari and Wilhelmina on either side. So are you at the front of the caravan? I would I would anticipate I'd probably take point. Okay. Yeah, and I'll be right behind him on the opposite side of the trail. Okay. So, all right. Uh, Obsidian, where are you in the... Uh, well, then, if they're both up on point, then I'll take the rear. Make sure nothing comes up from behind. Okay. And Shagnars, where are you with the boar? I'll be somewhere in the middle, probably more with the caravans. All right, so we'll have you uh, kind of in the center. In, we'll kind of have you riding as that third spot. So it's wagon, Shagnars, wagon. Sound good? Yep. I love the image of a goblin riding a giant boar. That's so cute. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not the worst mental image I've I've seen I've I've had for goblins. So you know, there are there are those things. Oh, and I told you the uh, the boar's name is Larry. Sweet. Okay. Larry and Shrag. Larry and Shrag. Okay. So uh, that's the let that's the uh, order. So as uh, you guys are walking up. 
Uh, Anari and Wilhelmina, you notice there's some movement on the side. As you kind of progress, you're kind of watching through. Signal the others and prepare my longbow. Okay. And after probably another 15, uh, or 15 or 20 feet, uh, as progressing, all of a sudden, uh, the movement on the sides uh, becomes noticeable to everyone. And from opposite sides of the uh, the trail, you see six creatures, or five creatures, lunge out. Uh, three on the left on Anari's side. Okay. And two on the other on the on the left with uh, Wilhelmina. Um, and these are in the front or the back? Uh, they come from the sides. So this is yeah, like the th front of, front of the caravan, middle of the caravan, back of the caravan. Yeah, essentially. So yeah, you have uh, Anari on Anari's side. It's like one, two, three. Uh, Shagras can look to his uh, right and see. One of these beasts, Anari sees a beast, and then uh, at the rear you see a beast, and then on the left side, uh, between uh, about the about the wagon, uh, a beast comes out. So it's technically a little bit behind Wilhelmina, and then above uh, in front of you on the right side, another one comes out. So you see, from your vantage point, uh, Obsidian, you can see two. Jagras, from your vantage point, you can see uh, three. One on the left, two on the right. Anari, you see one on the right. As you look down, you can kind of see. Uh, um, oh, yeah, Wilhelmina can see two. Shagras can see three. Obsidian can see two. Anari can see one. Uh, he has to, to as looking about. And these are kind of large uh, panther, panther-like beasts. Uh, black and kind of and they appear to have it, it's really hard to get a, a bead on exactly what they look like uh, but you do see some that looks like they're they're panther like and they ha seem to have some type of tentacle that is kind of lofting about oh. their heads oh shnikes yeah 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 okay Woo! there's no surprise it's just initiative so roll that initiative and let's get this going roll uh... that beautiful bean footage let me know when you're ready. That that music. Uh, Obsidian, what is your initiative? Uh, 18. In Anari? 22. Okay. Bagras? Yay, natural one for a total of five. Oh, ouch. Alrighty, and Will? Also 22. Two. Alrighty. It's called tactical positioning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> we'll roll with that. Alrighty. So Shagras is at the end of the initiative order. Uh, Nari, you are up first. Let me adjust that uh, combat and combat music. Add. You're playing Hell's Bells. No, it was a nice little sound set for this. So <laughs> the chat can hear it. Hopefully, they're uh, they're enjoying those uh, those wonderful sounds. I get that. Fun. There we go. 
Alrighty, so first up is Anari. Will, you're on deck. Anari, what do you, what do you want to do? So as a bonus action, I'm going to uh, cast uh, Vow of Enmity yeah. against the uh, one that I can see. Okay. And then with that, I'm... How far are the, away? What's the distance? Uh, given the sight from your position to it, as it just kind of lunged out from the tree line down, uh, it's about uh, 10 feet from where you're standing. In that case, I will uh, engage melee instead of ranged. Okay. So you're going to so, charge up and melee with it? Yes, I will. All right. Go ahead and roll for your attack. Oh, um... Okay, yep. Go ahead and roll for your attack. So, the first attack will be a 24. Um... I will say that, uh... You need to... Yours are going to be... Your attacks are going to be at disadvantage because of the creature. Okay. Well, because of my Vow of Enmity, then it's going to cancel out. Okay, Because so I get straight. advantage. Yeah, so it's just a straight. So 24 will hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Okay. Are all attacks at a disadvantage then? Or yes, all, all attacks on these beasts are going to be disadvantaged unless you have some way to negate it. Okay. Okay, that is going to be 13 points of piercing damage for the first attack. The second attack is going to be a 21. So, yep, both of those hit, or that second one hits as well. And the second one will be 12 points of piercing damage. So what is the total damage? Uh, 25. 25 points. Nice. Nice. Alrighty, so you moved up to melee, you're engaged in melee with it, uh, anything, you cast your, cast your Vow of Amity, and then you attack twice? Correct. Alrighty, so, I believe that's the end of your turn? It is. Alright, Will, Will, uh, you are up, Obsidian, you're on deck. Will, you see, uh, Anari charge, uh, to the right and engage with the beast? You turn as you turned and watched it lunge out. You see that it's uh, kind of kind of halfway between half, kind of about 15 feet from you, uh, toward the back left. It's kind of like where the wagon is. This thing is kind of uh, perpendicular to the wagon. Okay. So you so would have to you'd have about 15 feet of movement to get to it. Okay. So for my bonus action, I'm going to command my menagerie of animals to protect the merchants, except for the boar, who I'll, I'll tell him to uh, just follow whatever commands, whatever movement commands um, Shrag has for him. Okay, uh, can you give Shrag a reference so that the boar will go on his turn, as the mastiff and the bear will go on your turn? Yeah. Okay. Yes. You want, so. What do you mean you want me to give him a reference? What's the uh, what's the creature's uh, abilities or attacks or anything like that? Stat locks. Oh. Uh, I don't know. 
I gotta look up the giant boar. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, so they'll probably be right around and they probably won't get too close, so it's probably okay for the moment. Okay. Um, but that in mind, the Mastiff and the Bear do go on your turn, so you have them to command as well as yourself. Okay. So for my uh, action, I'm going to uh, turn to the creature closest to me and hold my holy symbol out to it and a flash of light streaks towards it and I'm casting um, second level uh, guiding bolt at it. Alrighty. What is the save on that? It is an attack roll which will be at disadvantage, yes? Yes. Ooh, that one's a natural 20. And that one's a natural 1. Yeah, that... You focus on it, but the way the beast kind of looks, you kind of think you have the have it lined up, but it turns out you it just fires straight through and it impacts the uh, impacts the side of the trail because this trail is kind of dug out a little bit, so there's a steep climb into the trees, so it's kind of dug down, so you have kind of a a wall on either side. And just for the sake of brevity, the bear will just kind of interpose himself between the displacer beast and the caravan and uh the mastiff will as well on the other side uh okay the mastiff and the bear will okay so they will try to dissuade uh the beat the uh, displacer beast on the left rear are they just going to kind of stand there in the center or are they attacking they're just going to stand there and if they uh if the displacer beast try to attack the caravan they will protect them okie dokie righty obsidian you are up Okay, uh, how far am I from somebody that has a creature next to it? Um, Wilhelmina is probably about 50 feet from you okay. that you can see. Uh, is she in re melee combat with it, though? Or no, is she... she is at, okay. she, she's at range. You're, you, From your right. perspective, you cannot easily see anyone. In, you can't see Anari engaged. And you have a beast that is probably about 15 feet from you on your left. As you're looking down the trail, you see the bear and the mastiff move in between the caravan and the beast on the right. Okay. Nagraz hasn't engaged with any of them at either. Okay. Um, ba -da -ba -ba. So I'll go to the one next to me. I went ahead and rolled all of this. Uh, so I had a nat 20 and a 13 plus 9 for my hit. So 22. Those are with disadvantage? Well, yeah, 20 and a 13. So I rolled two 20s, 20 and a 13. Okay. Okay, um, so nat 20 and so, a 13. Yeah, and so it's um, 10 damage on the first hit, and that's magical. All right, 10 damage on the first one. Second one hits as well. You said got a 13, right? Uh, no, so the second one is a 12 uh, plus 9, so a 21. Yes, so that, that, will hit, that will hit as well. So both both attacks exactly. hit. What's the total damage? That damage was a 6. So total damage is what? 16. 16 points of damage. Yeah, okay. 10 of that's magical, and 6 of that is just piercing as their, or, yeah, piercing as their short swords. Okie dokie. Alrighty. That one in melee. Ready. Next 
up is the beast that's engaged with Anari. It is going to make two attacks with its tentacles. A 20 and a 21 to hit. Uh, both will hit. Alrighty. That's uh seven. That's ten points of damage for each hit. Seven points okay. bludgeoning, and three points piercing per hit. So that's a total of uh twenty points. That's or fourteen bludgeoning, six piercing for a total of uh twenty points 20 of damage. Alrighty. Next up as the second displacer beast, which uh, will charge in at uh, Snagras. Yeah. So, charges in at Snagras and makes two uh, attacks with its tentacles. Twenty-four and a twenty-five to hit. Okay. All right. Again, for twenty points of damage, fourteen bludgeoning, six piercing. Next piece, uh, which is going to charge at Wilhelmina. Okay. Two attacks. So, twenty six to hit for the first one and a. 12 to hit for the second one. Hit and miss. Hit and miss. Okay, so you get uh, 10 points of damage, 7 bludgeoning, 3 piercing. Okay. Owie. Fourth one is uh, the one engaged, the next one is engaged, is the one engaged with Obsidian. Huh? There's a 17 and an 18 to hit. Neither hit. Their hits. Okay. Uh, brings the last one, which is the one which is going to charge at the boar and the bear, and to attack the or not the boar, but the the mastiff and the bear, and it's going to attack the bear first. Two hits. A fourteen and a twenty-one to hit. You have the bear stat blocks up there, Wilhelmina. Yes, it's an AC 11. So both would hit. Okay. Uh, 10 point, uh, that would be 20 points of damage to the bear. Okay. Can I attack with a, the held action? Uh, yes, you can You can respond with your held action. Both okay. of them, both the Mastiff and the bear can attack. Okay. Uh, 
So the bear has multi-attack. Okay. Okay, nice. So at disadvantage, that's a 23 to hit? That will hit. 22. Okay. That will hit. Roll damage. Okay, so he just reaches out with his bear paw and tries to swipe at it. Mm-hmm. That is seven damage. Okay. And, oh wait, sorry, I did that wrong. I was reading the wrong one. Ooh, nine. Uh, 13 damage with the claws. Okay. And with the, with his paw, he brings him in for an attack and okay. that with a bite and that is a 16 to hit. Alrighty, that will hit. Roll damage. Excellent. You guys so advantage. That, you guys at disadvantage rolls are still pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> except for my aunt one, and then that okay. is a uh, eight damage with a bite. All right, eight damage with the bite. And then, uh, did the mastiff get attacked? Uh, the mastiff is with the bear, so if the mastiff wishes to attack as part of its held action, it can. Yeah, why not? Nagraj, you're on deck. Not have multi attack. So that is a 13 to hit. 13 will hit. Roll damage. Sweet. And that is five damage. Five damage. And it needs to do a DC 11 strength saving throw. Okay. Uh, strength. It does make it makes the saving throw. Okay, almost gets knocked over by the mastiff bite, but saves. Alrighty, brings us to Snagraz. Okie dokie. He's going to uh, yelp in surprise at the fact that this thing just appeared so close and come crashing in. Um, he's going to wave his hands around and he's going to push forwards, and they sort of weird necrotic sort of light's going to come from his hands and it goes straight for the guy in front of him. All right. So that has blight on it. Okay. Yeah. And that is a, a DC 15 constitution save or 8D6, uh, 88 damage. Oh. Can't save? Yep. DC 15. It met it. It beats it. Okie so that's still half damage, so 88 damage. Uh, so that was 43 damage, so that'll be 21 damage. Alrighty. Very nice. And the boar is going to have a sat sat sage, which is fine to hit. So let's see what it's up to. Uh, as you cast the uh, spell, you see it kind of wash over the creature, but it doesn't appear to have any effect on it. Okay, okay. No effect? Alrighty. Uh, okay, so that's a nat 20 or a 17 plus 5, so that's going to be a 22 to hit. 22 will nat hit. 20s. Yeah, we lost. Yeah. 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 Isn't that the sad part? Yeah. 
that is 2d6 damage plus 3 for a total of 10 points of damage. 10 points of damage. Alrighty, does that conclude your turn? That is me done. Alrighty, Anari, you're up. Pull me right. on deck. So with my bonus action on the um, beast that I am engaged with, okay. I am going to mark it with Hunter's Mark. Alrighty. And I've uh, I've rolled my two attacks, so I have a 21 and a 15. They will hit, roll damage. Both, um, 18 damage for the first, 13 damage for the second, uh, for a total of uh, 31 points. Yeesh. Points of damage. Nice. And right. then that will be my turn. Okay. Next up, Wilhelmina. Okay. Is there a place where I can cast something that will get two of the creatures within 10 feet of it? Uh, no. They're actually all pretty spread out. Okay. Then in that case, uh, let's see here. I'm going to cast it anyway. Um, next to the uh, creature next to me, mm -hmm. a I grab my holy symbol again, and a large spectral kind of angelic-looking um, lizard folk woman appears, and okay. I cast Guardian of Faith. Nice, nice. And it okay. needs to make a Dex six, 16 saving throw. Fails the saving throw. Takes 20 radiant damage. Alrighty. Okay. And that, I think, is all I can do. Alrighty. Obsidian, you're up. Okay. Uh, first attack, I'm going to cast Moonbeam on the guy in front of me. Okay. So, spells... Moonbeam. So con 13 is what he needs to beat. Fails. Okay. Takes 18 da, 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 radiant damage. Okay. Nice. And, and he, then... got a, he got a critical fail, so. Hmm. Does that put him prone, maybe? <laughs> no, it means he takes the full damage. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was hoping to get rid of that disadvantage on my freaking. No, um, no. But it doesn't they have, they, I'll tell. I'll will tell you after the fight. We got. Let's okay. get through the fight, and then I'll tell you after the fight. All right. So then, on the other piece, or I'm gonna attack with the short sword. So that's a dirty twenty to hit, and right. six magical damage, and that does not include the bonus. All right. That's six. All right, does that conclude your turn? That would be all I can do. Alrighty, first beast, attacking Anari, two hits. Uh, don't say they're hits until you roll them now. Oh, one's a, two attempts, a 17 <laughs> and a 14. Both miss. Alrighty. Nice. Next, next beast on Wilhelmina, two attempts. That is a 17 and a 21. I will cast shield. 
so they both miss. Alrighty. And can my can my dudes attack? Uh, yes. Oh well, no. Okay. They they. If you wanted them to attack, it would be on your turn. So I will give you okay. that. I will let you retcon in, and if you want to make them attack, go ahead. Well, you're gonna let me. I'm not gonna say well, I mean, no. They're, they're, I definitely should have said it. Yeah, you definitely should have said it. Uh, 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 you're, I'll give you. I'll give it to you this one this time. Thank Gotta you. Make note of oh it. gracious! Oh gracious, DM. <laughs> yeah, he's not normally that gracious with us. Okay. <laughs> this is supposed to be no holds barred. So thank you very much, gracious DM. Well, it's her first time playing with us. It's her first. You know, we're gonna we'll give a chance. You cause... just used up your one. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there was there was your freebie. Your price to pay is still to be paid later. <laughs> Okay, so the bear misses the claw attack, and the bite attack is uh, 14? 14 damage or 14 to hit? 14 to hit. 14 will hit. Roll damage. Okay, that is, ooh, max damage. 12 damage. Alrighty. Nice. And then the mastiff. I believe that will miss. That is an 9 to hit. Yeah, that will miss. Okay. All right. That's it. All right. So back in there, that display should be back to you. It missed. On to the next one, that's engaged with Shagraz. Gonna make his two attempts. This eighteen and a fifteen. Yeah. Cool. So one hit, one misses. One we okay. do is. As a reaction, I am also going to pop up shield, and that will make the one that hit miss. Nice. Go. All right. And which? Sorry, one thing. Uh, whichever one my uh, guardian of faith is next to at the start of their turn. Okay. Uh, nope. Never mind. Okay. Ignore me. All right. Two. All right. Now we're on. One that is engaged with Obsidian. Two attempts. Okay. Well, before he goes, he needs to make a con saving throw because of Moonbeam, please. Alright. 13. He makes the save. So he takes half of 10. I already rolled it. Alrighty. And now he will make his two attempts. Okay. Because... A 12 and a... 15 to hit. Both of them miss. Alrighty. Alright, that brings us to the last one that will engage with the bear again. He'll make his two attempts. A 12 and a 22 to hit. 22 hits the bear, right? Oh, yeah, sorry. I did not hear that part. Yes, Bear definitely gets hit by Tony, too. All right, then that's an additional 10 points of damage, uh, uh, 7 bludgeoning, 3 piercing. Okay. How's the bear looking? Pretty hurt. Okay. All righty. That uh, brings us to Schnagraz. Okay. Uh, he's going to be massively frustrated with the fact that that spell didn't seem to do things, so he's going to whip his finger around and do a level 3 magic missile. Alright, go ahead and roll for your darts. How many darts are you shooting? 
That's full five darts. Now, do you want it rolling D4 per dart, or do you do it as the one uh, roll? D4 per dart, because I remember we just had a recent conversation about that, and that was the ruling. Cool, yep. So that's five for the first one. Four for the second one. That's nine. Ten, eleven. Fifteen. Nineteen points of damage. Nineteen, nice. And then the boar, and is the boar still on disadvantage? Yes, all physical, all attack, all physical attacks against them are disadvantage. Kidoki, run two dice, and that's a thirteen and a three. So we will move swiftly on from that as the boars just go <laughs> off to nowhere. What would you say? Both of them were under thirteen. Uh, one was a thirteen, one was a three. The thirteen will hit. Uh, it's disadvantage. That's so disadvantage. Oh, Those okay. Are the two rolls. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Yep. One attack. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Shifty. Alrighty. Brings us back to the top with Anari. All right. Uh, so Anari's getting a little aggravated that the beast hasn't gone down yet, and uh, he is going to, with his bonus action, um, cast his um, divine smite, so that he will do some extra radiant damage upon a hit. Alrighty. And then um, I rolled the, the two attacks. So with his rapier, he's thrusting in 17 for the first, 15 for the second. Uh, that's the damage or the... No, that's the rolls to hit. All right. Uh, both of the... They both hit. They should... Say that again. One was what? One was what? 17 and 15. Both hit. Roll damage. Both hit. Okay. So damage on the first is 20. Damage on the second is 9. And with the Divine Smite, I get two extra D8. So give me one moment for that. So it's 29 plus uh, 13. So 34. 34 points of damage? No. 44. 44 points of damage. Yeah. Wow. Alrighty. That's a lot to damage. Uh, how do you want to Anari's do that? Anari's getting a little irritated. So how do you want to do that? So in honor of a good friend of ours that's on another stream, poke him in the eye holes. <laughs> yes. Alrighty. So uh, you get your beat in, you drive that in, and that and that uh, beast uh, fall uh, falls down. Uh, the tentacles kind of just drop, and it's just a bloody mass on the uh, on the snow. And then, so for my movement, how far away am I from the next nearest? Uh, you are about 25 from Wilhelmina. And you see that she is currently engaged. Okay. She is your closest, uh, closest ally. So I will move to uh, help her with the one that is attacking her. All righty. And you accounted for your hunter's mark in those damages, right? I did not, <laughs> but it, I was going to say, I did not, but since it doesn't matter, um, I, um, I'll i have to wait until my next round to use the bonus action to shift it, though, I believe. Yes, you do. Okay. Well, Amina, you're up. Uh, you see Anari rushing over to you out of the corner of your eye, and you still have this beast in front of you. Okay. What do you wish to do? Obsidian, you're on deck. Yep. Are they all within 30 feet of me? Uh, no. Okay, Are how many are within 30 feet of me? Um... Two? No. Two? Um, two, yeah, two, two maybe. 
Two maybe, okay. So <laughs> I will cast a first level Bane on those two. Okay. Uh, they have to make a charisma saving throw, DC 16. All right. Uh, one makes it, one fails. Okay, so the one that fails has to take a d4 off of all their attack rolls. And then uh, the one in front of me for my bonus action, I will cast Toll the Dead. Oh. oh, but they're resistant to necrotic damage, aren't they? Uh, okay, change that. I am going to uh, step up to within five, is it within five feet of me? Yes, the one you're currently engaged with is definitely within five feet of you. Okay. I wasn't <laughs> sure if it had like a range with those tentacles or not. Um, so I uh, utter a divine word and a burning radiance erupts for me. I cast Word of Radiance. It needs to make a DC 16 con save. All right. Makes the save. Okay, nothing happens with that. Then my bear is going to attack. Alrighty. That is a uh, 15 to hit. 15 will hit. Roll your damage. Okay. Uh, so that's the claws. That's 2. Plus 6 is 8. Plus 5 is 13 damage. Damage. Nice. And then again, pulls him in for a bite. And that's an 11 to hit. That's not going to hit. Okay. And then my Mastiff will try to bite him as well. Alright. And I don't think that's going to hit. That's a 12 to hit? Uh, 12 will not hit. Okay. That's my turn. Alrighty. Sidian. Yep. So we lost another 20. Um... But 18 uh, plus 9 is a 20, is this 27? That will hit. And so damage on that is 10 magical. Alrighty. Second attack was a 16 and 3 damage for that one. So All total right. Hold on. Uh, 13. So 13 total damage across both hits? Yeah. Alrighty. Yeah, and that's right, and that one still has the moonbeam on it, right? Yes, but not till his attack. Of course. Unless you want to give me another another little roll, I certainly don't mind. No, no, we're good. <laughs> okay. We are good. <laughs> Thought I'd ask. Alrighty, so... After the beasts, uh, that one is dead. Uh, that one's still, still kicking. So, gonna make his two attempts on Wilhelmina. Yeah, uh, both are going to miss. Okay. On the beginning of its turn, and I definitely should have said this last time, but I already spent my one, it has to make a DC 16 save against my spiritual guardian. All right. Yep, makes the save. All right, it takes 10 damage. Yep. All righty. So that brings us to the one that's attacking Schnagraz, which is the one that failed its Bane save. Excellent. We'll make its two attempts. And it's a minus D4 on on the attack rolls or the damage rolls? Attack rolls. Okay. Yep, both are going to miss. Excellent. 
brings us to the one that is engaged with Obsidian. Gonna make it uh, to Con 13. Con uh, 13. Hold on, hold that thought. I need to step away for just a moment. Be right okay. back. Pause. <laughs> He's displaced. <laughs> He's displaced. Wow. Never gotten to find a displacer beast before. These things are gnarly. Yeah, five of them too. Mm-hmm. We got I'm one so down. Mad. I can't get next to anybody for my sneak attack, so I'm losing a lot of my damage. You're still doing a lot of damage. Said your eyeballs look crazy. <laughs> Wild staring eyes. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to learn all these new fancy cleric spells. I've never been a cleric before. Oh, yeah. Thanks for uh, using your blight, said. Oh, that was my next move, but now I know not to use that. Yeah, so I'm not sure why that didn't work. It's. Um... It was quite disappointing, but obviously that's the way it goes. So Very. I'll see instead. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, he's back. Everybody, be nice. I uh, apologize. Uh, my daughter is going to spend a night with a friend, and it's like I was expecting them in about an hour from now, and they're here now to pick her up. So it's like I didn't want to be like, hey, you know, parent to parent conversation. You know what I mean? Priorities. <laughs> that's oh, a good yeah. thing. Yep. <laughs> I do try. I do try. So, all right. First thing, con saving throw for Obsidian. Yeah, 13. Makes the save. Okay, so it's 11 on the dice. Alrighty. So five. Yep. All right, now it's going to make its two attempts. Back attempts. Okay. The, a 17 on the first and a 16 on the second. Neither hit. Alrighty. Uh, now for the last one that's attacking the bear and the mastiff. Gonna make its two attempts on the bear. Okay. That would be a nat 20 plus 6, 26, and a 16 to hit. They both hit. <laughs> Alright, that will be a total of 30 points of damage to the bear. He is down. Oof. Bye bye, teeny. As, as that last strike comes through, you, you just got poofs in 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 smoke uh, from the uh, color of the little furball that you tossed out of your bag. <laughs> so it's now just the mastiff against the against the beast, little mm -hmm. big dog versus bigger. <laughs> he growls bravely. Yep, uh, Snagrez, <laughs> you're up. Okay, it seemed to work quite well last time. Let's hit it with another magic missile. Alrighty. So let's go for that. It's gonna be same same level. Yeah, gonna go for third level one again. Alrighty, go ahead and roll your damage. So that's going to be first one. Three. Six. 10, 14, and 16 points of damage. 
Oh, nice. And then little Bory, little Larry's going to have a go here. All righty, let Larry do it. <laughs> Come on, Larry. Uh, no, nah, it's going to be a nine, unfortunately, on the lowest dice roll. No, that's not going to hit, unfortunately. So, as a bonus action here, sorry, Larry, um, could I drop off the back of the boar and make a bonus little goblin disengage move? Uh, certainly can. Cool. I will hop off the back of Larry and I'll drop down and stand behind him and sort of peer out from behind his back. Alrighty, so you disengage and move away. So, the boar is now between, now the boar is between you and the beast. Alrighty. Uh, brings us back to the top of the order with Anari. Uh, moving over to Wilhelmina and the Displacer Beast engaged with her. What do you wish to do, sir? You're muted. Yeah, mute. Is that my mute or the... That was you, yeah. Okay. So, um, bonus action, shift the Hunter's Mark over to the uh, Displacer Beast that uh, Wilhelmina and I, or Wilhelmina was engaged in. Okay. Um, and then my two attacks, which I rolled. So I got a 22 and a 13. Both hit. Roll damage. Okay. 27 points of piercing damage. And um, then that will be my turn. All right. So a total of 27 points? Yes. All righty. Still standing. Uh, which brings us to uh, Will. You're up. Okay. How's he looking, the one right in front of me? Um, he's looking pretty solid. Jeez, okay. Uh, then I am going to... Uh, so she's wearing a circlet on her forehead with a red gem in the middle of it, and it starts to glow. And I am going to cast one charge of my Scorching Ray. Um... It is a one charge. Like one and done? One and done for the day. Oh, for the day. Okay. So you either uh, cast the one or you cast all three. Okay. Um, oh, but it's it's already a disadvantage because it's right next to me. So, yeah, I'm going to do all three. All three at disadvantage. Uh, the first one is an 18. That will hit. Second one is a 15. That will hit. And third one is another 18. All three hit. Roll damage. Okay, and it's 2d6 for each one. Yep, so that's 4d6. There's 66. Okay, one. Plus five is six, plus one is seven, plus six is thirteen, plus one is fourteen, plus three is seventeen damage. Seventeen, fire. Da 17 fire damage. Nice. Alrighty, after that it's definitely starting to look a little worn. Okay. Alright, and your Mastiff? Yes, my Mastiff. Wow, 15 and a 17. That will hit. <laughs> that is... Four damage and a DC 11 save. Strength save. 
Makes the save. Okay. And four damage. Yes. Alrighty. Obsidian, you're up. You're muted. Yep. Sorry. First attack was 17 for eight points of damage. Okay. And I believe the second attack is going to miss because it is an it is a nine. That will miss. So what was the damage on that first one again? Just eight. Eight points Magical. of damage. Okay. Mm -hmm. Alrighty. Uh, bringing in for our next. Uh, bringing in for the piece. Uh, that one is dead. That one is there. It's going to make its two attempts on Wilhelmina. Not really. Uh, that would be a, a 13 and an 11 to hit, which I believe they both, both miss. Both and miss. he needs to make a DC 16 dex save. He makes the save. He takes 10 damage. Alrighty. Up is the one engaged with Schnegraz. Um. It's going to uh, attack the boar because the boar is still in front of it. Yep. The two attempts on the boar. AC 12. Uh, that's a 11 and a 10 to hit, so both miss. Go, Larry! Go, Larry! All right, <laughs> and now for the creature fighting obsidian, uh, con save first. Uh, make the DC on that was what again? 13 con. Yep, makes the con save. So half of 12. Alrighty. And then it's two attempts. <clears throat> a 17 and a 9 to hit. Both miss. Alrighty. I think it's the last displacer beast, which is facing the Mastiff. Make its two attempts. That is a 25 and a 13 to hit. They both hit. Both hit. That's 20 points of damage total. He is out. He poof. <laughs> While a poof of poof of poof of smoke in the color of the little of the whatever fur ball you pulled out of your bag of tricks. Old tan fur ball. Yep. All right, which brings us to Snagras. Okay, we are going to go for the boar up first. So let's get a little bad boy going. Come on, Larry, you can do this. So he's still at disadvantage. He is going to roll a, a nat 1 and a 14. So, yeah, that would be a 6 to hit and whatever the cause of the nat 1 is. Uh, no. <laughs> Does not hit. <laughs> the charge. Tries to go in there and just kind of misses and <laughs> falls into the kind of falls into the snow. Awesome. Right. In which case, then I'm going to go for my last magic missile at third level. Alrighty. So, first one up is full five points of damage. Second one is uh, extreme seven, nine. That's 14, and the last one, that's 16, so 16 points of damage, and as the last one goes in, he's going to go, that's for Larry, and does an additional 8 points of damage. Whoa. Area of the small? 
Nice. Uh, or very nice. Alrighty, it takes the hit and it is still standing. Barely, uh, but it is still standing. Alright, brings us up to the top with the Nari. So uh our displacer beast still looking okay? Uh it's starting to look a little beat up now. Alright. Then I am going to use bonus action cast um my or use a uh, first level spell slot to um, cast divine smite All right. and i will make my two attacks with my rapier uh stabbing into it um so the first attack was a 23 the second attack was a 13. both will hit roll your damage okay 29 for the first hit 23 Jeez. for the second for a total of 52 points and how do you want to do that one uh, right between the ribs, he's just gonna slide his rapier in and then give it a nice little twist. Alrighty, do that, and it, it slumps down, the tentacles stop moving. The old poke and twist. Good job. Alrighty. So, that's so divinely still, smitten. Yes, divinely smitten. Um, do what? we have, uh, still have movement, right? How far away is the next closest? Uh, it'd be about four, uh, be about 40 feet to get to obsidian um, and about um, 30 feet to get to Snagraz. Okay. Snagraz is the closer and he's got a displacer beast right on him. All right. Then I'm going to move to the um, closest to assist Shrag. All right. So Anari moves over to Snagraz and the boar and the displacer beast. All right, brings us to Wilhelmina. Okay, how's the one by Shrag looking? Uh, the one by Shrag is, uh, it, it's hurt. It's definitely hurt. Okay, and the it's one... now engaged with <laughs> all three of them? Uh, uh, uh Snagrass is engaged with one, Obsidian is engaged with one, and then there's another one that is not engaged with anything. How's the one by Obsidian looking? One by Obsidian is looking a little little hardier than the one by uh, Snagrass. Okay. Just, excuse me, just one sec. So just for my placement, where where is the third that's not engaged with anyone location uh, in terms of the caravan? Uh, that one is in the back left corner of the caravan. Got it. I'm going to run to that one. Okay. It'll take you... Uh, do you plan to use the dash, or just to, or not? Um, no, just my regular. Then you'll get one turn where you'll get to where Anari and Sh and Shagnaz is. Okay. And then it would be another turn to get to the Displacer Beast if it does not stay in that if it if it stays in that stays. location. Yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna run my full thirty feet to it, okay. and I am going to cast a third level guiding bolt. We're going to try this again. Alrighty. At disadvantage. Okay, so that's a 3 and a 12. But you said I can have a re-roll, right? I get a re-roll? Get advantage on a roll as part of the donation to Extra Life. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so you, you can re-roll that attack. One, you can give your, you can re-roll one of your attacks 1D20, once. Yeah. Right. Take the I'm higher of the two numbers. Got this. Okay. 
So should it be just a straight roll since it's at disadvantage? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll let you. It essentially gets a re-roll one of your attacks. Okay. So it is a dirty twenty. That will hit. Okay. So add a third level. It's gonna be five d six damage. So four plus one is five. Plus one is six. Plus two is eight. Plus one is nine. Plus three is twelve. Twelve points of damage. Nice. Yes, twelve radiant damage. And the next attack roll will be at advantage. So All just right. a straight roll. Okie dokie. Alrighty. That brings us to Obsidian. First roll is Dirty 20. That will hit. For 9 damage. Okay. Second is a 21 for 2. <laughs> so, Everything 11 counts. points of damage total. Yeah. Uh, alrighty. I missed my sneak attack. Hmm. <laughs> Alrighty, what brings us to beasts? That one's dead. That one's dead. Oh, that one's still kicking. And that's the one that's engaged with Snagraz and Ari and So, going to make its two attempts on the boar, because the boar is now pro on the ground prone. So, that's right. Prone, prone. Yeah, it gets advantage. So, first hit, 16, second hit is a 21. Is that the one engaged with Shrag? Yes, it's attacking right. the boar that's on the ground. Are you doing the minus d4? Not that it's going to help because the boar is... Does not so, have a good AC, but so the so for the for the for the first one the boar would be a thirteen to hit. On the second hit, it would be a eighteen it's, to hit. It's eighty twelve. It could have made a difference on the first one. It was worth trying. <laughs> so, so both hit. Yep, both hit. At twenty points. Ouch. How's the boar? Like, how's the boar looking? He's still a ticket. Alrighty. What? Good. <laughs> Alrighty. Like Can we keep Larry? <laughs> uh, this brings us to the one engaged with Obsidian. Constitution save. Yep. Uh, makes the save. So, uh, rolled another 12, so half of that. Alrighty. Now it's going to make its two attempts on Obsidian. Uh, both miss. Okay. Uh, I haven't had to use my uncanny dodge once. Uh, it brings like, us to I the like last beast. <laughs> last beast, which will then charge at uh, Wilhelmina, Schneigras, and Anari. So it will charge up to Wilhelmina. It'll make its uh, attempts. A, a 13 and a. 14, or a 12 and a 14 to hit. 
both miss. Just Alrighty. ducking out of the way. Nice. I like Alrighty. it. <laughs> Snagraj, you're up. Okay, uh, let's stick with Old Faithful. It seems to be working against it at the moment, so let's hit it with, and it's the one that's damaged, engaged with Larry, uh, a level 2 magic missile. Alrighty. So, hit him, four. Shraggy. Oh, nice start. Four, so that's five points. Uh, seven points. Eleven. Sixteen points of damage. Points. Nice. Alrighty. How do you want to do it? Uh, <laughs> twin missiles straight out, one to each eye hole. <laughs> right in the eye holes. <laughs> Love it. Alright. They impact, and you now can see the creature as it slumps and falls down onto the, falls down into the snow. And for my movement for the action, I'm going to jump onto the back of Larry again. Okay. And we're going to wheel him around, and we're going to go for the one on Will. Alrighty. Go ahead and roll for the attack. And you will have advantage on that. You'll have a... It'll be a straight roll on the attack. Awesome. And that will be a roll of... That's 13. I think it's plus 5. Let me double check that. Yeah, it's 13 plus 5. It's an 18 to hit. That will hit. Roll damage. That is 2d6. Three. That is nine points of damage. Points of damage. Alrighty. Still standing. Alrighty, which brings us to the top with Anari. So, real, real quick question. I lost count. What round are we in? Uh, this is the start of round six. Okay, so I still have uh, Hunter's Mark available. Bonus action, shift Hunter's Mark to the uh, current displacer beast that has come up to attack us all right and then i've rolled my two attacks i've gotten a 21 and a 18 both will hit roll damage okay. uh it's gonna be 14 for the first 16 for the second for a total of 30 points of damage all right how do you want to do it um i'll do the the same as i did with the first one it's going to be right between the ribs with the little twist into the heart or uh... hold on it. Put the damage on the wrong one. It's still dead, but I just put the damage on the wrong one. Okay, no worries. So, alright. So then, the only one left is the one on Obsidian, correct? Yes. Okay, how far away is Obsidian? Obsidian is about 15-20 feet from you right now, so you can get to him in a movement. Okay, I will move then to assist Obsidian, Alrighty. which should hopefully give him his sneak on this attack. Alrighty, so that moves up for that. Obsidian, uh, you're up. You see Anari come rushing over next to you. Isn't Will up? Uh, yes, Will. Sorry, I skipped She's her. ahead of me. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so can I get to the one, the last one? Uh, yes, you could move toward the last one as well. All right, I will move towards it and right. uh, use as my action. I'm going to cast Path to the Path to the Grave. Okay. So whichever uh, attack hits it next, it will have vulnerability to all of that attack's damage. Okay. Which hopefully will be this sneak attack. 
Awesome. And that and is your act. That is the end of your turn. That well, I have a bonus action. Okay. Uh, is anybody damaged? I took f- some points, but I'm fine. You're still your hit, temp hit points, probably. Yeah, it, it basically well, my temp hit points took half of it, but yeah, I'm I'm still good. Okay. Well, then, just in case, though, I'm going to cast. Um, can I cast spiritual weapon as an action? I mean, as a bonus, it's a bonus action? It's an action to cast, it's a bonus to move and use, but don't you still have your spear garden yet? Yeah, but I can't move it. Oh, okay. It does not move, unfortunately. It says casting time bonus action for spiritual weapon. Be able to just hold it. Critically weapon inspiration. As a bonus action on your turn, you can move the weapon back up. So yeah, you could cast it. Yeah, okay. casting time bonus. I didn't realize that. I thought it was a. I thought action. it was an action too. Go for it. So bonus action, I will cast a second or base level spiritual weapon. Alrighty. So you have a spiritual weapon. Um. Glowing halberd appears. Alrighty. And it's like a like an arrow pointing at it for now, trying to help out <laughs> Obsidian. So you, you so you you wave it, you cast this halberd. It's drift silver. It's in position to strike on the uh, and brings us to Obsidian. Hit this thing. <laughs> okay. So first attack roll was a sixteen. That will hit. Now, how do I do this damage with whatever she cast? Is it do I roll like I There's, normally would? It's based. Yeah, you just roll like you normally would. If there was anything that would negate it, then that would be a that. Then the negation would go away. Okay. And it has vulnerabilities, so it should yeah, be double. Twenty-one. Twenty-one points well, that's, of damage. That's, yeah, that's why I was wondering. Okay. It just doubles whatever damage you have. Okay. So, is that the? 21 points of damage. So 21 on the first hit. All right, how do you want to do it? Uh, Right through the neck. All righty. Stab it right in the neck and slice. All righty, you come around and you do that and the beast uh, slumps over and falls down and that is the end of them. Excellent. (sighs) (sighs) What the heck were those things? can't say that I remember encountering those in the past. This is something new that we've seen in the past. Panthers oh, yeah. are scary enough without tentacles. <laughs> I agree. Uh, Can we investigate the bodies? So just Let's... while you're investigating the bodies, Shragnaz and Larry are still going for it. So at the moment, they're now like circling out into the snow, speeding around at high speed, doing loops. <laughs> just having fun now. Well, you survived, so yeah. <laughs> Yeah. My last buddy. Yeah, I would like to uh, try to harvest what I can from these beasties. Alrighty. Um, Go ahead and give me a a nature check to identify the animal. Seven. Nat 20 for 22 total. Alrighty. Thank you. So you're uh you, you 
for Anara, you're looking at them and you can you, it's these sound like the description that you heard from the guildmaster uh about a several days ago when first coming to the region these okay. appear to be uh displacer beasts uh a pack of them so to speak okay and uh so you kind of relay that information for will and will if you want to try uh, harvesting what, what are you trying to harvest are you just... um the the hides if i can all right at least ahead. one all right go ahead and give me a survival check 30-20. All right. Uh, you start uh, going through and do, do the first one. Um, you'd have to give me a check for all five of them if you're trying to get all five pelts. And it's going to take... I don't know that we want to spend that much time. Yeah, it's going to take you a few hours to do that. Yeah. In the meantime, no, just... you still have the heavy wind. You still have Can we... uh, the snow and everything. Can we throw the bodies onto some wagon space to take with us to harvest later? Yeah. Toss them right on top. I'll, I'll, I'll suggest that. Okay. Like elbow deep in a <laughs> displacer beast. Ah, that's that's probably a better idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to finish this one up and we'll do this rest of this in town. Yeah, I think that would be wise. Or at least maybe at the outskirts of town, perhaps. Yeah, that's probably wise. Anybody got any uh, cleaning magic? Kind of goopy. Oh, that's a Do good not question. Not have prestidigitation. Ah, oh, thank you, Shrag. Much appreciated, my friend. Alrighty, so uh, the rest of the journey into town is uh, fairly uneventful. I mean, things are still really kind of quiet, uh, aside from the wind and and the snow. And as you get into town, you notice that uh, the weather does kind of kind of kind of worsen into the overnight and then the following morning the wind appears to die down it's still just kind of a light uh snowfall that is continuing now it's starting to collect in places so uh the uh fun trek back to the mansion but you get the uh the carts in there wilhelmina's contract is completed uh she gets her payment of five of of 500 gold for accompanying this this caravan all the way to its destination. Woo. So she is relieved of her uh, contractual obligations. I'll look over to Obsidian and say, I knew we forgot something in the guild hall back there. We didn't negotiate rates. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we had fun. It was fun. Um, <laughs> and you, I mean, you find a spot and it's uh, the, uh, the dwarf uh, kind of blacksmith that was uh, there, uh, go to see him at the guild's recommendation and he has a spot you can break down these and to try and start working on the hides um so it figure probably take about three or four days to get them all tanned and whatever and now you have displacer hides and some of the meat that can be uh, sold off for about 50 gold because it would be delicacy to and uh useful to people like mr jorgensen so you're saying we've stayed here for three or four days, which is it three or four? Because it's very important. It's very important our... to some of us. <laughs> some of us need to know. Some of you need to know. Okay. Yes. Four four days is where we will pick up next uh, next time we we get together. 
because this awesome. is a good stopping point. So this is where we will stop for this uh, session. Awesome. Can I have and... the teeth and claws from the uh, Displacer Beasts? Sure. Add that in there. Excellent. Yeah, I'm not going to make you roll checks because I'm going to sit there and say you're going to spend the time to do this. You're okay. not trying to do this in a rush, so you're going to spend that time, which is why it's four days to break everything down and whatnot. Okay. Uh, what Shrag will do as well is actually just before they start coming on the bodies up, he'll get his book out and this little quill will just appear in his hand from nowhere and he'll start sketching a picture of the actual displacer beast and just sort of like doing close up and an ant there and an ant there, pictures of like the claws and stuff and the tentacles. Go ahead and uh, make, an intel uh, make an intelligence check, Shagras. Cool. And... That is going to be a 19. All right, you now get all, as you're in there, you're getting kind of a, a biology lesson and a nature lesson on displacer beasts. So it kind of fills you in, which is a great segue to our post-show conversation where we can talk about the session, good, bad, or indifferent, and I can do the question, do the Q&A. Um, okay. Real quick, so over those four days, we get a long rest, obviously, so we get spell slots back. Things oh like yeah, that. you're fully re you're fully rested, yeah, yeah. recouped. Uh, by the time you get done and everything, the weather will do a weather check on uh, the morning of the fourth day. Yeah, and um, we lose the temp hit points oh, at yeah. this point. Yeah, if we okay, uh, mine were sucked up anyway, so yeah. we're all good. Just, um, just I was thankful sure for I played stuff up. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you to Jaladin for following the channel. Um, the latest thing on that, of course, Mystic for the uh, sub. So, all right, yes. now for uh, extra life donations. Oh yes, we did Pretty get there were more extra life. Doesn't that mean we get uh, inspiration? Oh, like... got the twenty-five dollar one. Yes, you will get uh -huh. a D six oh. inspiration die for next session. Uh, which one? Oh. Actually, no. It's no. A D12? You get both. You get a D12 inspiration die to use at your choice because we have crossed the 1750 mark on our Extra Life Tracker. Oh, Thank wow. you, you, everyone. You get a D12 inspiration and wow. you get a D6 inspiration because it was a $25 donation. D6 and a D12. Nice. Is that for everybody or just... Yes. Everyone today... In my games, we'll get a D12 and a D6 inspiration die. I will tell the challenge accepted crew when we get to challenge accepted. It's only fair. And thank yep. you so yeah. much, everybody, so for much. supporting Extra Life. Thanks, yeah. guys. What are the if keys? We did, well, they'll get the D. They'll get yeah. They'll get the D12, and they get there was a couple of donations that came in late in the session uh, last Saturday, which they will get. So, but you guys have a D6 and a D12 to utilize. As well as you have that advantage die that you can I use. I was going to ask, did that stick? So that'll carry over. That'll that'll carry over till the end of till the end of September, beginning of October, because you know that's kind of what we're going to go with right now. Okay. Okay. So Perfect. we'll let we'll we'll let you sit have that sit in your little pool of oh I need I need a clutch moment here. Yeah. Yeah. 